the out the there out channel. Please sub and share. Searching for the truth. UFOs, aliens, greys and ufology. Real images, real stories, real videos, real cases, researched and investigated by professionals in the field and cutting-edge discoveries. Multiple witnesses, abduction accounts brought to you by Team The Out There Channel. Good to, Good be, to back. be back. Five, four, three, two, one. Action. Action. Yo, yo, <coughs> sticky throat already. <laughs> uh, how, how is everybody out there? It's been a bit of a rough night for me, actually. <coughs> but we'll see how it goes. Um, I may have got about three hours sleep. <laughs> so hot here, it's unbearable. Okay, let's just get the comments right here. <coughs> hey, Shelly. I'm not sure if you're still there. Yep, Charlie's all right. As long as he's on the pills, though. <laughs> as he tends to fall over. Uh, seems to do some something to his um, joints and nervous system. Says no one's on here. Uh, on y Yahoo. Yahoo YouTube. Yeah, just uh, organizing things. So <clears throat> I found out what the problem was. I think um, to the to the outage we had last week turned out to be a bad uh, LAN cable, well, connector problem going into the laptop. So I've replaced with a really, really short um, patch cable <coughs> to the router next to the laptop. It seems to be okay. Yeah, so, you know, when you work on high speed, uh, one gigabit, uh, you need all four lines on the connector. Just takes one pin to get hot or whatever, or some grit on it, and it can drop back to 100 megabits. And I think that's what happened at Lost lost a uh, LAN card there for a millisecond and then reconnected at 100 megabits <laughs> OBS didn't like it uh, so is anybody up on build over there on build is it live
Yeah, let's see if this works, I suppose. Oh, Shelly's big comment. <laughs> yeah. It's looking good. Uh, it's not as hot at the moment. Looks like we got some clouds rolling in. So it's 25 degrees Celsius. So I don't think laptop's pretty happy at the moment. Uh, better type up the side comments uh, with what we're doing today. So we're looking at Corbell's latest and greatest. <laughs> And other UFOs. Does Pilled have a pin comment? I don't think it does, does it? Oh, computer's lagging a bit for some reason. I forgot to bring up my um, drawing thing on the screen. I wonder if I need it. Mm. I was a bit worried whether the new add-on was causing a problem. Uh, yeah, where the best did I put it? I put it under the underneath all this, didn't I? <laughs> the pen. Better see if it works. I suppose. So there's a possibility it could drop off, but I think it's fixed. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, YouTube generally has a better capture system and it won't end until I hit the, the stop button. And it just appends and carries on. So if I do drop off on YouTube, you know I'm going to come back there. And Pilled seems to do the same, but it doesn't save it after the show ends. So there's some sort of problem there. Oh uh, yeah, how do I get that up on screen? Double click that. Uh, so there's been a wee bit of drama and politics again, so I'll just go over that too. Hmm, why is it not started? Or was it thinking about it? <laughs> Is it really that slow? Shouldn't be. So let me click click it for some reason. I think it's just running a bit slow. No, it should be coming up. Very strange. Bounce options. All right, it's finally come up. <laughs> Is it working? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I forgot to check to see what's written there. 
Oh yeah, looks like it's coming up on OBS. Might come in handy if I don't forget about it. <laughs> you know, when you want to explain something on the screen, it's good to be able to point to things and stuff, you know. Uh, Pearl would better get it back up again. Hey, we got someone up there. I might just, um, not sure if my emoji is available to everybody, but yeah, go and grab some popcorn. <laughs> uh, how do we add more than one though? Uh, doesn't look like you can. Uh, gotta watch out for the men in black again, taking out the live stream. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, that's all working. So, um, yeah, let's see if it scrolls. Oh, yeah, got to go downwards. <laughs> so, who we got up there? Uh, Pam, how's it going? DEI? Oh, no. <laughs> Diversity agent. <laughs> uh, yeah, speaking of trouble, that's uh, with YouTube. Um, so yeah, last night, before I just took out the dog for a walk, I think it was, I got this email, well, I actually got, uh, a message pop up on my screen, because I was refreshing the screen before I got the email, it said, uh, one of my old seven, seven years ago, uh, video was taken down for violation of community standards <laughs> even before they added in all those extra community standards uh, for medical advice and, and you know I don't give medical advice ever uh, I might talk about my own medical things and pills I take but it's not medical advice so I thought this is bullshit so I appealed it and uh, talked to team uh, YouTube now, what's in the video is quite interesting because it relates again to similar to what Corbell's got out on UFOs at the moment. And uh, he's doing the jellyfish latest UFO, uh, another thermal one that's meant to blend in with the ground temperature. Uh, same as the Aguaguerra one from Puerto Rico which um, I debunked as two fire balloons uh, and when they went over the water uh, of course um, they were cooling off and uh, they just simply blend in with the, the temperature background as it recalibrated but uh, yeah still being promoted on TV and mainstream media as a legit UFO that splits in half and all that sort of nonsense so I said to you YouTube uh, does that mean that all those mainstream media videos that you got up on that video case that I debunk in that YouTube episode are all going to get strikes as well for promoting fake news? <laughs> I didn't get a reply back on that one. I didn't expect to. But yeah, mainstream media and other things get a special treatment, VIP treatment. Uh, so they rejected it. About five minutes later, and I said, MFs, <laughs> and posted it all around the place because uh, it wasn't a medical advice, and they still rejected it. Uh, basically, it was uh, talking about smallpox and the, the conspiracy about uh, nanotechnology being added to it to be able to attract people. 
Uh, so we're d I was just mentioning about the conspiracy and nanotechnology. Uh, and that was back seven years ago. And we've progressed a lot since then. And they have actually got um, small, really small uh, radio transmitters now. I think they did do it in nanotechnology recently. So, you know, as, as you know, the military complex is always 20 or more years ahead. So they could have had that early stage transmitter even back when I did that thing right but i think what's happening is i'm being targeted by the hate group and they're looking for videos to report uh that's that's my gut feeling because uh, uh if they don't like you debunking a certain ufo case they love um they come after you and start reporting your video for anything they can find in other videos right especially now i'm talking about corbell so it's a bit funny that sort of happened soon as I put up um, this today's episode, what I was going to do on today's episode, and then I get this uh, report saying that my video's been removed. So, yeah, something strange going on there. Not that I care about uh, losing any money or having videos deleted of YouTube, it's the principle that it's not fair and it's biased and any of you appeal um, they can reject it even if they're wrong so I asked them for a peer review proving me wrong about nanotechnology because they might have all these fact checkers which have been turned out to be wrong in the past especially on the COVID stuff <laughs> So they'll probably try and take down this video because I'm talking about it, right? <laughs> Again, I'm not giving any medical advice. <laughs> I'm just giving an opinion on things. You always consult your own doctor for medical advice. So I'd never uh, ever tell people to go off their meds or not take uh, vaccinations. Because I had vaccination myself. But I was forced onto it in New Zealand. Did you know there was a lot of conspiracy around all the lockdowns? And and I was trying to get eye treatment to get my eyes fixed, right? And one of the clauses that sh they, she was bringing in is that you had to get a vaccination ID card about to get into hospitals. So I thought they're going to lock me out uh, if I don't get um, this particular card which uh, eventually got scrapped and was never ever used so I was never ever asked for it but I got injected with uh, the vaccine which didn't work did it <laughs> and uh, in fact I think I'm still suffering from the vax uh, my strange health, health uh, issues um, yeah let's see my immune system did go a bit more crazy after that thing it went all crazy um, I remember get some blood work back and I said to the eye doctor I said could it be related to the vax that I got and she says mm, maybe <laughs> they don't know that's the problem we're guinea pigs uh, <laughs> oh dear so yeah they're trying to kill us off <laughs> yeah you can't misinform their disinformation yeah exactly um, 
But the thing is, you know, I've always got these alt media platforms. I've got Pilled, I've got uh, Bitshoot, I've got Rumble, all going pretty well. Uh, although the subs are a bit lacking. <laughs> and it doesn't update in real time here. Uh, I have to click a button for it to update the values there. But uh, you can see I lost a few subs on YouTube for some reason. Probably didn't like me um, debunking the turkey one. But I think I did a really, really good job on it. Uh, but shoot went up one, actually, uh, by the looks of it. And I lost one on one Rumble for some reason. They probably didn't like the turkey thing. And Pilled, um, I think I got about one sub last time. <laughs> so, yeah, I have to click on the little logo here. I'll give it a try now. And it updates with little arrows here. And eventually puts information on the screen. A uh, little thing I made. Because I hate uh, the new sub counts being stupid. Hmm, there we go. I don't think it's changed, has it? Nope. See, updated, no changes. But anyway, um,. I'm going to post up the other link here. Yeah, it's like we got 31 degrees Celsius yesterday. Oh, it's, it was so hot all through the whole day, even with aircon full on blast. <laughs> and then Dad started complaining he was too cold in the house. And he goes and turns it off. And then yeah, the heat just builds up and the sweat's just pouring off here again. Uh, old people have bad circulation, you see. <laughs> and uh, I remember when my granddad came over to see me in, when I was living in Australia. He had like three layers of clothing on and a jumper. <laughs> and it was like <laughs> it was like 28 degrees Celsius outside. And, uh, what's that? Mm. Fahrenheit, I'm not sure, but it's quite hot. <laughs> Let's see, and that's my website link. Hopefully, it hasn't been hacked. <laughs> Anything's possible. Uh, there's so many haters out there, and uh, men in black, as you know. Um, so, you've got Corbell lined up here. <laughs> um, what else am I meant to do? Do, 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 do. Uh, let's look, we've got four people on YouTube. Who's out there on YouTube? Hello, hello. Oh, yo, yo. <laughs> it's a wee bit slow on the side chat thing. Yeah, what was the other thing I was going to mention? I know there's something else I was meant to talk about. <laughs> anyway. I suppose we can dive into it and see how we go. So, um, I started posting on Mick West's um, Metabunk. Uh, you think censorship is bad for uh, Twitter and, uh, and Google, 
Mick West is like uh, super censorship. Uh, <laughs> you can't even call someone a, a shill or um, a hoaxer and other names without having your, your comment getting deleted. <laughs> you can you can say that on YouTube without any problem, but on his on his website he deletes everything. He's like the super nanny state. Anyway, I posted up a comment uh, replying to his debunk on Turkish UFO, and uh, I mentioned about you know, there are real UFOs and aliens because I've had uh, visitations in in the daytime, and I'm not on drugs or booze or anything at the time, so you can't uh, or mental problems you can't explain it away just by calling me mental. And he deleted off the comment. <laughs> uh, that guy is just a pure debunker. He doesn't want to believe, you know. Even though credible people like myself have said that they had experiences, to him it means nothing. Eyewitness accounts means nothing. So when he debunks stuff um, and I counteract it, he doesn't like that either. Like, you know, several times he's been wrong. Um, he gets most of it right though, and I do often agree with him on stuff he does, but um, as for the uh, low information zone stuff, when he comes out with stuff, he, he can sort of sound a bit stupid, you know, uh, like saying something is a balloon or a seagull or whatever. <laughs> And eventually having to take back that it wasn't a seagull, but it was a balloon or whatever, you know. Uh, when you can look at the video and sort of guess, uh, that's a really fast-moving seagull, if it's a seagull. <laughs> or a bird, or whatever you called it. But, you know, that's uh, the go-fast one, which actually was a huge balloon. Has to, has to be a huge balloon. You notice uh, on that debunk he did on that one, he never, never mentioned how big it was. But they said it's uh, in between the sea and the plane, and there's a gap of 15,000 feet between. That means it's got to be bigger than a mile balloon, right? It's not just just call it a balloon. You've got to at least say it's a minimum size of a weather balloon. But it's, I think a weather balloon's too small too. Um, it would have to be the size of that Chinese spy balloon, and that's probably what it was, probably. But yeah... Um, no one covers the size of it. They talk about the speed of it and uh, whether it's a drone or whatever. But anyway, getting on to um, the new stuff, I guess. Um, and uh, where to we begin? <laughs> so he's put out this, Coolbass uh, put up this video here of a promo of a documentary he's put out. Uh, I suppose we can play it. Let's have a look. It's not look like a traditional UFO. Uh, I better just check the volume there too. Um, I think it's a wee bit too low lately uh, for videos or Twitter. Okay, what was that one there that he's got up there at the moment? Ah, oh, crap. Now, yeah, I'm going to push the wrong button. That's stupid. 
that they put a help button next to a minimize button on the mixer software. Yeah, okay, it's probably started up some other crap in the background now. Oh, speaking of which, I don't think I did clean clean it. I'll just redo that. Might be why it's a bit slow. Okay, still processing it. Might be a bit faster now. So what was that one there? Oh, wasn't that the Globo uh, Globo Alarma balloon from Mexico and the, the, the person by the plane? So he's putting that up. So that's that's been debunked lots of times now. So he's still shilling that up as a UFO, like a sphere or a saucer, but. And it wasn't even a sphere, it was a diamond shape. And that one doesn't even look like a, a disc. That one looks like a similar thing, you know, a Globo Alarma balloon. Looks like a, uh, a diamond shape. This shape has been seen since the beginning of UAP or UFOs. They call it the jellyfish UAP. Right. Okay, this is the new video he's put up here. It looks like something from, uh, uh, what do you call him, Robert Bingham, uh, the balloon specialist guy that launches them up and starts filming them. And of course they like to call them critters. So again, it's not a true HD quality image from the military leak it's another thermal one where basically it's cgi where it's uh, displaying it as uh, various shades of black and white uh, based on the heat radiance and it averages it out right it's in thermal it was filmed okay, so when it fades like that it's, it's where the camera recalibrates with the background because it's changing all the time there and of course, this um, Shield Corbell is going to tell you that it's got cloaking technology, which is nonsense because show us the HD optical, then, if that's the case. <laughs> that will never happen. Weapons platform. Uh, so, that information about we weapons platform has now been debunked. Uh, turns out to be one of those um, blimps they use on border control. Uh, with cameras on it, uh, but this one's over a, a base, I think, uh, and they can pan around 360 the camera, which is not a weapons platform, has no weapons on it. It's only a surveillance balloon. You see that there's a dog there. See the. Do we see a dog? There's no Charlie Roo there, is it? Animals are black. Uh, could be there, I suppose. I'm assuming this is black hot. You see, the object just went to. Yeah. So again, this um, what he's saying is uh, cloaking is not white, and you'll see it going from white to black, white to black, and that's basically showing the heat differentials. So it's going like hot and cold. Yeah, it's recalibrating to the background, actually. Hot and cold. No, it's not. 
And to go hot and cold like that instantly, it's just nonsense, right? You know how it take how long it takes to cool down, and how long it takes to heat up. Uh, this is like, like a cup of hot water. So yeah, this is absolutely nonsense. Uh, you can't instantly go cold and then instantly go hot. Uh, it's just not possible, science-wise. The problem was the optics. And of course, we're dealing with human technology that that looks at heat. So you can't say that's alien technology in action there, because our technology doesn't see it like you know like that. <laughs> platform was jammed these individuals who target with these platforms they can shoot out an al-qaeda tire at 27 miles away but not being able to lock it at least he shaved that grotty beard a wee bit of us was one of the first signs that something's weird he's a bit of a chain smoker old cool bill though isn't he He's got a lot of music on there, so I'm not sure how much of that's going to be copyright. <laughs> so this is what these guys do. Um, so how, how come he hasn't... Why, why is he giving us uh, smartphone quality here? Why isn't he not giving us the raw footage? Uh, because he doesn't want people like me analysing it. <laughs> find direct eyewitnesses and corroborate that this event did happen when individuals would target so for a ufo it's or a ufo critter it's not doing any amazing movements like right angle turns and suddenly stopping so yeah it looks like it's just drifting along in the breeze right and uh there are some clues because they got it's being filmed from a blimp we now know and they're not going to put up a blimp in really high winds because uh, it's going to go all over the place. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, and also, I think there's a flagpole which uh, has it going the same direction as a balloon. In on it, with the optics, the way it was described, each of these hanging things... Okay, so I'll go over what that all is in the image. I uh, had a look at it. They were stiff, like they weren't moving. They had. <coughs> okay, I can explain all that too. Geometric form, like scales. What was said to be scales, like an. So it's meant to have scales, and we're looking at a thermal image. I'm not seeing any scales there. And he said um, they couldn't see it in one part of it. They, could, they couldn't see it, with, uh, but they could only see it on thermal. So how could they see scales, right? So there's a lot of problems in even this uh, promo that he's got up. Armor, there were also people with night vision who were out and they were tasked to, to go look for it. They were tasked to go and look for it. Couldn't see it on the night vision, only in the... So they can't see it on the night vision, only on the thermal, and they're meant to be able to see scowls on it. I call them bullshit right there, Corbell. <laughs> now, night vision uh, is different to fluid. They look at the different... Uh, they look at infrared differently, right? Um, as you know, security cameras and night vision, and uh, they send out... 
either natural light if it's color night vision or they send out a combination of uh, infrared and uh, normal white light and then it bounces back towards the sensor that's called active uh, infrared right you've got to send out a beam of infrared and then it scatters off the objects up to uh, 50 meters I think they've got it sensitive to now um, because the LEDs will look better now they can get a greater range on them I'm not sh sure if you grew up with the old infrared cameras in the old days but they were pretty bad <laughs> uh, really grainy and horrible but now you can see we get nice crisp things so it can't it's not going to work with active IR uh, night vision if it's too far away right uh, and if the temperature on it is not it's sort of blended in with the background heat it's not going to show up as thermal it has a greater range and it has different firmware obviously and it doesn't need a led illuminator as they call it uh, which makes uh just goes both on really fine uh, temperature gradient gradients instead forward forward looking fluid right thermal spectrum could it be seen but anything that looks like that appears to have a payload that's a big deal uh payload it's got things dangling down it could be dangerous so these are high priority but uh <clears throat> what happened is there were a couple other nations involved and the feeds were shut, just shut immediately. Gotta watch out for that music. So I'm gonna have to keep pausing it <laughs> and making comment. So he's saying the feeds, what's he mean by feeds were shut down immediately there? I don't understand that, but that's that's like 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 the NASA conspiracy that they turn off the cameras when in fact when it's just going out of range uh, as it's spinning around the earth and the relay stations have to be um, realigned every time it happens which takes up to about five minutes or ten minutes or something i think i went over it last last year sometime you know <laughs> so anyway anyway is that enough for that one all the stupid me okay he makes claims that it goes over water um Mick Wester's talk to the guy that was there when he he uh, when it was seen so the then uh green street has found the person that was on duty and saw it and he said there's a lot of errors in what has been said here and the location and there's no water near it apparently but we'll, we'll get let's we'll have a look at what latest comments are on that um either way it doesn't matter it doesn't as uh the video that got taken down last night we proved that it was a calibration thing where it went over water it wasn't actually going into the water so again this would be the same case with thermal on this if even if it was going over water stops on a dime descends into the water stiff Okay, we, we don't see that on the video. We don't see it stop on a dime and then descend into the water. But you can see it's moving really, really slow. So if the wind 
uh, simply died down, it could easily stop on, on a dime. Because <laughs> it's not moving fast in the first place. And uh, if it's a bunch of balloons, which I believe it is, and I'll go over that. There are a bunch of balloons with long tails and some weights on the end, uh, used at weddings. So I'll be going over that. Um, but this takes, um, let's see, uh, this takes um, to go down into the water. It just take one of the balloons to pop, wouldn't it? And then you go, you start going downwards. But it doesn't go in the water at all. You know, there's, there's no evidence in what he's showing of it going into the water. Even if it did go into the water, uh, the balloon popped and then the, it was, uh, the weights were too much for it to go upwards. It'd go into the water. Then he claims it shoots off. Now, that may could happen if one of the weights broke off and it counteracted the pop, balloon popping and the weight sinks into the water and then releases it all again. <laughs> so it goes back out of the water again because it's helium. So it's got to float. Look at those uh, crazy eyes. <laughs> into the water. Bullshit. Prove it. And for 17 minutes, nothing. Like I said, even if that happened, the scenario that I just said uh, is very plausible if it's a bunch of balloons. Some pop, goes into the water, uh, the weights drop off, and then it goes back out of the water. <laughs> and boom, this thing comes up out of the water and shoots off at 45 degrees, just like that. It looks very much like, like what I've heard that has made incursions into nuclear facilities. Yeah, you get that very common with balloons and birds. <laughs> because I know for sure, fact of the matter, there is footage from inside a nuclear facility. And I'll just say it, Pantex. That's the so anyway, that probably be enough of that one. We're just, I think it's just all bullshit. 45 degree angle. What it is, I don't know. Come on, let's show us the 45 degree angle. Now, you know, I think they were sitting on this for two years as well. Now, it's good. you got to wonder why they sit on stuff for two years, right? Um, makes it really harder to check up on current events, right? Current information like flight logs and uh, satellite tracking and all that sort of stuff. It makes it a bit more harder if they don't release it right away uh, and they just hold on to it. So, yeah, this is this crazy thing of Mac West. Balloons or bird poop? Uh, do you think that would even be remotely bird poop? Um, no. That's just garbage. Um, so he's saying there that it's over water there. Um, Mac West is debating that. It's not... But you can see it looks like two bunches of balloons have, uh, one bunch of balloon or two bunch of balloons have separated. Uh, so yeah, and you can see how grainy and horrible the footage is. So, uh, yeah, bird poop. Uh, where's a good one? Claiming that might be a bird, bird poop on the camera. Now, they do have a cover on them, like a dome cover. Uh, 
like we have outside the back here and you can get uh, bird poop on them uh, and because it's thermal not uh, optical uh, it could make a smudge like that but if you look over the whole video though um, there's places where it looks like it's um, can't be bird poop this is black hot you see the yes. object just um, went to white and you'll see it going, going from white to black white to black and that's basically showing the heat differentials is going to me even looking at white that looks, black. looks like something here is moving to me and that's basically showing the heat so it's very hard to see differentials is going like hot that's not we're trying to see a counteract the bird poop here um likewise can you zoom out that far and still have bird poop like that i don't think you can on your camera um Was the optics uh, you can't do it with optics. Just definitely would show up on optics. It'd be um, it'd be either blurred in the background and focus all the other way around, right? But in thermal, could it still look like that zoomed out? Um, I suppose there's a possibility, but. To me, it looks like it's changed here, right? It looks like it's rotated around a bit here. Um, which you wouldn't get with bird poop. Form was jammed. These individuals who talk. So you always got to look at something carefully. <laughs> you know, it gets, look, look, it looks, looks like it's rotated here. Look. With these platforms, they can. So it's rotating back around again. Shoot out and I'll cut so to me, that rules out bird, bird poop there. Like, uh, balloons doesn't rule out balloons. I must say it does look remarkably like a splat or something. <laughs> no, it don't because you can see it rotating. But anyway, um, this is what I thought it would be. Uh, they have some enhancements uh, put up on Metabunk. And you can start to see there's some shapes happening there. There's a circular shape here. Um, there's a tear shape happening here. It looks very balloon-like. Uh, there's a thing that looks almost like a star balloon here. It looks like two points there. Uh, it looks like there's something else happening behind there that's not in not being detected by the heat. Uh, looks like something sticking up here. Almost looks like a heart-shaped balloon. That one could be a star balloon uh, behind, but hard to tell. And that one there looks like it might be a tear-shaped balloon too, right? So these are some of the wedding balloons that you get. See, look at the towel here, right? Uh, yeah, it looks very similar to this one here. Um, 
various strings and ribbons hanging down that they tie knots in, add little weights on the end. Looks very similar to that one there, it sort of bends down, goes around here. For me it's fairly obvious uh, what it is, so you can see this one here, looks very much like this one here, going down. Same sort of design really. Whether this one here is a weighted balloon, uh, I don't know. Uh, what they do on wedding tables is they either put lead weights on, or they have little um, balloons at the rear end that they put graffiti uh, in, and also lead weights, but sometimes they don't put any of that in and uh, put some colour bits in there with water, and they use water. And water would be a good dampener of its swinging as well. If they got water, if that's a water balloon there, that would uh, counteract any gusts of wind because it's uh, the water moves inside the balloon. So I actually uh, drew around that here, which I just explained anyway. And. Uh, That's how I sort of explained it. Star balloons, possibly. Tear balloon there. Tear balloon there. Another tear balloon there. That I didn't point out. Another round balloon here. And ribbons, right? Of course, I don't know if anyone liked it. Uh, I got one. Probably Michael King, is it? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, if military couldn't work out that, it, it kind of makes you wonder. Um, either they're completely stupid, or it's disinformation. And of course, Corbell has to be a disinformation agent then, or they're just, he's so dumb. Or he knows it's uh, disinformation and he's going to make lots of money off it. Or he doesn't know it's disinformation and a total uh, believer, which I don't think so. Uh, but it's possible he was a big Tyler security uh, channel watcher apparently and defended, even knew that Tyler created hoaxes, he didn't care. So that tells me uh, he's not good for ufology right there. <laughs> So what did I say here? Uh, nah, ha. not hard is it? Just need the right mind, good on video analysis and pattern matching on it. Now McVess is not big on pattern matching. Uh, that's because he's no good at it. <laughs> Frankly, he isn't. He isn't really good at it. Don't expect AI to do it. And AI, definitely, we've been over AIs. It has to be trained up. And as, even if you train it up, it's still going to get things wrong. Uh, it's not going to be any good at pattern matching. Um, wind and blooms. Thermal is never going to be like optical quality. And the shapes won't be super defined. So, as you know, Mylar, if that's uh, star balloons, it's going to be crinkly. Uh, and latex balloons um, going to be nice and round, right? Uh, we'll have a look. 
Um, I have images. Uh, what else? What else do we need to talk about? So I listed out all those things there. I commented on in that video. Claims. So if they can't see them balloons, aka jellyfish creature, how can they see scale armor on them? So I made that comment there. Uh, what was underneath that one? How come the ribbons are stuffed and rigged? What's that mean? <laughs> and do not uh, flow or move in the direction of the wind. So I made a comment on that already. Uh, there is actually some movement at various places. And we can see it there if you look carefully at it. Hard to see because of the thermal not being a real image. So small changes in heat is not the same in pixels on an HD image. Again, averaging. They also have weights on the end of the tails. But like a kite, you know. <laughs> That's why you put a, a tail on a kite. Um, it's, it's just like a flexible weight on the kite. So it can sort of keep face into the wind. Uh, same with the balloons, right? But in this case, it's decoration. And they put them on tables and they put them outside wedding events. I suspect someone was collecting them from inside and uh, connecting, joining uh, other balloons onto the weighted ones. So it made it more buoyant. And probably took them outside, slipped over or something and it got released up in the atmosphere. Probably if we knew the date and time. I'm not sure if we do now. But um, there's been a lot of new information come out other investigators and other people adding into it <laughs> that it might be out there now so um you probably could look up wedding events that day and also find the wind speed right um so i talk about ip camera uh, active ir and ir leds have a illuminate have to illuminate the objects for a sensor to see. Uh, like going over water, uh, like the Puerto Rico one, which was taken down uh, just uh, last night. Fire lanterns, UAP, the flare can lose lock. Uh, does it shoot off in the sky? Well, if it did, it's just a small weight had finally dropped off and the bunch of balloons Stuck together, go just go up. <laughs> Is it possible not to see it with eyes? It's possible. It's possible not to see it with eyes. Depends how it blends in with the bright uh, background and distance, and if the balloons are clear type. So they might be those very clear balloons. Uh, if you've got a background, a bright background, you're not going to see clear balloons, right? You might see the star ones, but they're behind the tear-shaped ones, which ones, which might be clear, and it's um, diffusion the light going through them. So it's very possible you ain't going to see it, especially against uh, a desert ground or a sky color, right? Um, the cloaking... Uh, is, is the fleur calibrating typo there? 
so yeah, what else? The legs. Uh, as Giffon, Giffoni claims, don't move, can't be balloons. Wrong. They have small lead weights. Or water balloons on the tails. So they are dragged along in the gentle wind. So um, all these uh, so-called shills claiming that they've got skills. Uh, no match against me. <laughs> and uh, let's see. Uh, there's some other stuff here. What was that one? Is that in the wrong place? Donald Trump news. <laughs> Must watch. UFO spotted. Alright, oh, that was about the Miami thing. Uh, we'll just come back to that one. So, yeah, a goof on tried to debunk it. And he reckons it's not balloons. It was balloons and then not balloons. And no, it can't be balloons And because of this and that. Well, he's a complete moron. <laughs> and then he, he scrolls up uh, the Metabunk link, uh, which I think I did have here. But I don't have it now. <laughs> uh, the Metablunk link has a lot of stuff on there. Um, we'll just see if I can find it, I guess. Uh, did he have a link to it? Probably there somewhere. From Nick West. We can find it anyway. Um, yeah, so talking about that the legs are not moving. Uh, we'll get into that in a minute. There's another video which I'll show you. But we'll just play a clip on Goofoni here. <laughs> to see what he's saying about it. And uh, just have a laugh, I guess. Uh, let me just catch up here too. Uh, Michael, how's it going? It's insane this to me that the idea. That, no, no. Yeah, I'll just catch up the comments. It's insane to me that the idea that this was a UFO was floated at all. Exactly, and <laughs> pun not intended for balloon, right? Floated. <laughs> uh, so yeah, forgotten the right place here. No. I say it. See. This is my post on Metabunk, right? And he doesn't even mention me because he doesn't want to give attention to me. Uh, just get it there. He's trying to be careful here not to show. Uh, not these. It just is. Yeah, let's go back a wee bit. Nearly a bunch of long tailed wedding balloons stuck together. Like, okay, so he's not showing the comment he's reading that, which is my post, right? Like, I always show um, the posts and his stuff and then make a comment. He's purposely being deceptive here. And uh, he's just making all these talking head claims without proving it visually, like I have just done. And he doesn't show you the final image that I put together. But I might just actually overlay the balloons, uh, wedding balloons, onto a thermal image and show you how well they match up. 
And even Mick West doesn't like my wedding balloons, by the sounds of it, too. Because <laughs> he wants to be uh, the one to debunk it, right? Um, yeah, why is that not coming up? Um, having trouble on the other screen at the moment. There's something crazy going on. Um, yeah, what was I going to do? Oh, yeah. Let's just see if we can find the Metabunk article before we play and listen to that idiot. <clears throat> Got the sneezes here. Okay. Uh, rest. Uh, Metabunk. There we go. Okay, so sh should be one of the ones currently up, Jellyfish, and another one Corbell's brought up here, which is clearly a, f a glare flare of a rocket uh, being fired off, kind of stu another stupid one, but anyway, uh, just go to the Jellyfish one. So this is uh, pages and pages of stuff that people have posted trying to answer it. Or analyze it, and this is the thing that um, Goofoni's looking at too. But he's not showing you as he's scrolling through. And you can see people have posted all sorts of stupid things for it. <laughs> they haven't got any clue. Reindeer, <laughs> some sort of creature. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Mick West put that one up there saying fill in the blank. <laughs> Stupid, really. Um, it's so obvious. Uh, it only took me 10 minutes just to analyze it. Uh, I looked for the best frame or see if anyone actually had the best frame here. And this was the best one. Where someone's run it through some filters. Oh, actually, it looks like they've taken it where it was changing different shades, right? Screenshots a second or two apart showing the object presenting the same. Solarite looks like a spider's molted skin to me. <laughs> I think that one here was the clearest, though. Uh, you can see the sunlight reflecting off here and there. Definitely a balloon, right? But it looks like two bunches now. Uh, looks like there's a bunch in front and a bunch behind. And maybe they're sort of connected together by a little little ribbon. So this is some of the theories that come spider on the lens. Uh, what's that stuff? Um, a helium foam where you, you can uh, get normal soap dishwashing soap and instead of using air you use helium and it makes these uh, helium sculptures that float up in the air and fool a lot of people <laughs> so there's the reindeer one people are claiming <laughs> trying to say that's the legs of the reindeer and uh, you can see now and that one there uh, looks like really pointy bits 
which would be the star balloon, right? But actually, if you look at it carefully, it could be a heart-shaped balloon, right? It goes around that way. Could be a heart, you know, wedding, you know, heart-shaped balloons, makes sense. But we're, we're looking at thermal here, so we're not seeing crisp outlines. So pareidolia brings in... Uh, so someone's put up EID balloons, which is close to the wedding balloons, but uh, I don't think it is that at all. And of course, we've got pages and pages of this where they're trying to work out stuff, right? And now someone's done a gift overlay. <laughs> and you can see how the thermal changes. And uh, I think you also got some movement there, right? It's rotating a wee bit. That's why it seems to, seems to change. Uh, another one, and there's the best one in my opinion there, but you can still see it looks balloon shaped there and it looks like balloon shapes here, and of course uh, we got 10 pages of it now, <laughs> so I'm not sure where I was, but eventually my comment comes up. So someone's got the EID balloons, Ramadan or whatever it's called, uh, and tried to assemble it like I was going to do with the wedding balloons. And I've taken, cherry picked one image for it. So I don't think they're numbers, uh, letters I mean, underneath, right? Again, I just think it's um, the towels getting tangled up or whatever. Or just reflecting heat differently. Yeah, there's my post. <laughs> Clearly a bunch of long-tailed wedding balloons. So he's going to read that out. It doesn't show people what he was doing. Because people still keep on going. They don't. I think only one person liked the wedding balloons one. Uh, one like, <laughs> and of course, Mick West hasn't said anything about it. Anyway, I'll post a link to the Metabug link, and you can have a look at all the different things too. Um, uh, what we got upon pilled here so remember when you donate you're actually supporting the, the pilled admin side of things as well because they need to cover the costs of the streaming so I, I'm not particularly 
um, too worried about donations, but uh, the admin are. <laughs> they're struggling with the cost of running of it, by the sounds of it. I told them they need to run a thing similar to Gab does, where it has a side thing of where they've got to meet a monthly target. Then they can open up stuff to be free uh, if they hit that target, right? Like be able to download videos from your show. Uh, it kind of looks like a man with one of those jetpacks on. <laughs> yeah, and those jetpack ones were mostly balloons, right? <laughs> We've covered those in the past. Um, so Metabunk is a place to go with, where you can get all the videos and ideas. So this is what Mick does. He puts it out there on his page, takes the best ideas and posts it up on Twitter and everybody thinks he's like the brilliant debunker when it's really he got clues from others first before he made comment. <laughs> uh, Metabunk. Uh, uh, jelly. Fish, I should, should have added on the end, but anyway. Uh, just keep. So we'll just keep that there. I'll go back to Goofoni. Okay, so they've got the pure video without all the Corbell mumbo jumbo on it here. Looks like you can see probably it's less, not as really good quality. <laughs> So I have to up it there. Still not really good quality because it's scaled down on his. Yeah, it's moving. It and if this is a, a, a set of balloons, and I'm going to show you something else here in a minute. Uh, I'm telling you, man, something's wrong. I, I don't know what it is, but... What's wrong is he smoking weed before, during every show. <laughs> and he can't even uh, anal analyze things properly. And there, I, look, there's somebody here on the internet I'm going to show you. Says, uh -huh. it's clear. Okay, someone clearly on the internet here. He's not going to say the out there channel. Clearly <laughs> a bunch of long-tailed wedding balloons stuck together like images samples they they can have varied tails and the crown could just be a star balloon bent with a tail these are common balloons in the sky as wedding as weddings are common and they release them sometimes some are for outside or bridal path and some for tables right but the legs and the appendages aren't being pushed by the wind and they always are Alright, so, if we bothered actually look at Metabunk, um, or Reddit, someone actually had put this one out here, uh, how do we get it big? Let me just reload that, see if it goes big. Uh, someone did a sequence of frames, um, time lapsed, is that big? Oh, here we go. It's not scaling it right on the web page, probably. 
like I said, you could see it slightly moving, moving when I was looking at on Cool Bow's one, but this one here should make it easier. <laughs> what do you think? It's moving like balloons, it's rotating, and the legs are definitely moving, right? The legs, which are, look like um, weighted balloons here, or balloons that have deflated, and uh, they've taken it further on in the video. Now, Corbell's released it all. Clearly, uh, swinging in the wind with weights on the end and rotating in the wind. Of course, uh, Reddit here is trying to suggest that it's uh, still an alien critter in, in the sky, but that debunks that clown straight away, Goofon, saying the legs are not moving. Clearly, they are moving. <laughs> hey, yes, I was talking about you last time. Uh, haven't seen you for a long time. Have you been un unwell or something? Anyway, it's good that you joined us uh, finally again, so we know you can catch up with what you've been up to. So yeah, I'll post that one on there so you can have a look at it yourself. But this is what happens when people do proper analysis before actually mouthing off that someone's wrong. <laughs> when they're clearly wrong, right? Legs move. Which uh, tells. I'll just post it up there. Weighted tail balloons, right? So we can get rid of that one. Let's start closing down some of this to make it a bit easier. Uh, the Twitter post to it, cool bell, but you can probably get it off the Metabunk link that I posted anyway. I'll post it up there on YouTube. Uh, close. Uh, what have we got to? All right. Uh, didn't close the wrong one, did I? <laughs> this uh, these browsers connect up a bit when you get too many tabs. Uh, yeah, I've got to cover the gravity stuff uh, near the end. Um, yeah, what's going to muck around with that and overlay balloons? But yeah, I think it might be worth uh, doing that. Let's uh, just save that as well. And uh, just do a quick thing with it. Now we can't see the other balloons that are here, but obviously there's something blurry there. Uh, it's more likely these ones here. That had the, some, some couple of good ones there. Let's just overlay it. Uh, we need to probably a image of a star balloon too. Save image. I didn't actually uh, paste any up. Yeah, so we got those sitting there. 
just a wee bit more analysis on it. Um, yeah, so we have to do that in a minute. Okay, uh, close. Um, what was this one? All right, that was something else that came out. I don't think it's meant to be there. I think it's going to be up here. <laughs> that was talking about the Miami stuff. Uh, I think uh, that comes after. Hey, <laughs> uh, jellyfish. Uh, went to his link. Uh, did I accidentally close his one by mistake? Did I? <laughs> I won't be surprised. I did, didn't I? Uh, let's see if we can bring it back. Uh, let's see. Recent. Buffoni. Uh, which one was it? That one there. That was meant to be down there. All these tabs. That doesn't scroll right. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> kind of pushed the wrong button again. Um, there's some stuff on the end that's not scrolling. You can see that there. Don't they ever test their code out? And yeah, if I go full screen, it's there. Anyway. No, we don't need that one. Don't need that one. Okay. Maybe we do. Uh, we'll just leave that. Right, let's back to this idiot. Balloons in the sky as wedding as weddings are common, and they release them sometimes. Some are for outside or bridal path, and some for tables. Right. But the legs and the appendages aren't being pushed by the wind, and they always are. They're always pushed by the wind. There is no ABO. Uh, if it's like a two mile an hour wind and it's drifting along, right? And they've got weights on, they're not going to move much. And we saw that with that video. Um, and they are being pushed backwards. Because um, the balloons are going f faster forward, right? The balloons are going faster forward, so they've sort of been dragged along because they've got weights on the end. Uh, let's just open up that. You know how it sort of works with uh, gravity. <laughs> like you got. Actually, I probably didn't even. I don't even need to use that, do I? <laughs> but anyway, I could use this thing here. Do it that way. But uh, yeah, I keep forgetting. But we'll just do it this way for now. Is that the pen? Have I got the right one? So yeah, when balloons get pushed along, right, they get pushed along by the wind going that way. If you've got uh, towels, they're going to drag along if you've got a little weight on an end, right? So they're not, it's not, it's, they're not going to go forward like he's claiming. If that was towels, it would be blown this way. But if they've got little weights on, uh, or little balloons with water in it, you know, little water in it, 
which will act as a dampening weight as well. And if someone knocks around on the wedding table, right, if they've got water in it, it's sort of, sort of using a lead weight, uh, the water sort of also uh, absorbs some of the energy. So, you know, lead weights don't do that. Uh, actually, we'll just keep that open. Um, because we need to bring in, bring in the images. Let's see, that one, scale it up, uh, my sinuses are gone, need my nasal spray, <laughs> I'm going to get dry mouth because of it. Okay, and uh, I wonder if it does that format, probably does. Okay. So let's grab one of these suckers and let's just see how well it goes. <laughs> Although they're not uh, pear shape. Um, But we could just overlay it, I guess, with the towel. Mm. It's a shame that they're all close together, though. Paste in a new layer. So we're looking at something like that. Yeah. But can we actually clean up the image to make it easy for ourselves? I don't know. Hmm, it is a lot of work. <laughs> what a raise. That's too big. What am I doing? Yeah, it's a bit big still. Need about a hundred or less, I suppose. Uh, 70. Can't see it now. <laughs> so we can go around this tower, right? Need a steady hand. <laughs> Normally I'd use that... Um, magic tool as they call it, magic wand but uh, there's a lot of background color changes is not not going to work too well uh, so deselect it grab it and it's there right It's too big now. <laughs> well, you can see how well it fits that one. See? Uh, although it's not the right balloon, I don't believe, at the top. It's not a round one. It looks, I suppose it could be round, but it looks more pear shape. It could even be a heart shaped balloon. It could even go around that way. 
But yeah, if you uh, blend it, you can see how well it sort of matches with the towel there. Yeah, I see that in my head, but uh, other people don't, right? We know the balloon's not right. Um, probably not the right size still, but yeah, you could build up an image slowly and do it properly. Probably need to rotate it a wee bit that way because it's going against the wind. Okay, like that. Bingo. <laughs> it's not too hard to do this stuff. It really isn't. Uh, and of course this clown doesn't even know how to do anything I do. Star balloon behind. Yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot of them to choose from. Um, we'll go with a dark one, I guess. Aileen, your head's in the way. <laughs> we'll have to put you out this way a bit. <laughs> Um, let's see, I've changed the buttons around. No, it doesn't have to be precise. Uh, so, in that one... That one, the magic tool might work. Uh, so it doesn't erase the balloon. Like so. Saves a bit of work, you see. But if you've got a lot of colour background changes, it makes it a lot harder. Then you go de-select. Uh, grab it. Uh, but yeah, can we actually see it in this uh, one? Zoom in. I said it looked like. Um, I'm going to have to scale it down. Looks like blowing near. Rotate it a wee bit. Going behind, right? And then you got another balloon that's overlapping the bottom there, over top of it. And you just have to overlay it all. Yeah, and it's coming together. <laughs> So there's another one in that image here. What looked bit like uh, one of these other ones. Um, more of that one there, isn't it? Looks more. But we need a proper balloon there, really. But yeah, I don't want to spend too much time. There's a little balloon there. So if you go to 
Uh, switches again. Let's see if I can find it. Table ribbon blues. There they go. The ones with the tails, right? Straight away. They come in all sorts of variations. And there's the tear shaped one. So I needed one with one of those long fluffy tails like this. <laughs> See where the knobs are, you know, uh, where a little looks like uh, bends in the leg, like, like uh, joints. But again, they're round ones. Another one here. Some tear ones, but the picture's not really good. Uh, some clear type ones here, which is probably what they're filming. There's all sorts of balloons they use. And on the table itself, they have these little weights, uh, if you can see them. Little weights. Little weights, 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 weights. And they use them on the floor, like you can see there. They use them on bridal paths, just like I said. And they have these little small ones like this on the table too, with the balloons going up, which got water or combination of water and some have graffiti in there so they can throw it over their heads when they're leaving. Um, and there's some clear ones with LEDs. Some out in the lawn. Some outside here as well. And there's one of these silver heart-shaped ones. But also they've got um, all various colours as well. I'm just trying to find the water-filled balloons. Uh, probably won't come up. Uh, that one's got to wait. Uh, it's got a heart-shaped balloon at the very top on that bunch. That's uh, talking about how to make them. Transparent floating. <laughs> uh, any close-up of the weight ones? So I have found it in the past. <laughs> Just not finding it now. Uh, again, a lot of tiny ones. Yeah, I think I'm right here anyway. Um, oh, here we go. What's this one? Different things you can add on the bottom for weights. Oh, these ones have got fixed stems. Uh, that's another one where they can use normal balloons, but have... So using helium, they use... Um, plastic sticks as well and that's the plastic stick ones but that's more for what they have on the floor and they don't sort of float around you know when people walk through them they have like uh, either side of the door or whatever now these ones are definitely helium 
Anyway, uh, I don't think I want to waste any more time on building up that one, but yeah, that could be a deflated one, latex one, and it's sort of gone down. So if that dropped off there, right, if that one finally dropped off, then that would go upwards because there's less weight holding it down. And if uh, some of these up here popped, then they'll simply go down to the ground or into water. Anyway, I was going to do a better job of that, but that's the sort of thing I, I should do offline rather than do it real time. Because it's time consuming. <laughs> uh, so what are we seeing down the side here? Uh, have not been well. Okay, sorry to hear that. Uh, but better than going strong. Good. Uh, I've been a bit crook myself, so I can understand. Uh, we snowed in here. <laughs> well, I'm the opposite. We got uh, like 31 degrees Celsius. Yeah, I was meant to look up the temperature of that, wasn't I? I remember. Americans, they need to get into the metric, don't they? 88 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, we had yesterday and all night long. Because <laughs> uh, the house is a modern house and it keeps the heat in. Um, and it comes always through the roof. You know, the roof must be super hot up there. I've got lots of boxes of storage up in the loft. I reckon CDs and all that are going to be melted up there. They're going to, but yeah, who uses CDs anymore? You know, um, I think I scanned them in all into MPEX. <laughs> anyway, come back to that. Go back to this uh, idiot. What do we do with him? Where did he disappear to? There. Here we go. Wasn't windy. If that thing's moving. Trying to tell me I'm wrong. Moving. It doesn't matter. If there's five mile five mile winds, it would still blow those little tassels hanging at the bottom. Watch. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> we just proven. I don't know why that did that yesterday. Check this out. <clears throat> totally clueless. He's probably never been to a wedding. This is what they're saying. That no, no. I like he, he flashed me up there. <laughs> this is what they're saying. It's not we. Uh, it's the out there channel, single person. No, no. I could. I'm looking at this now in a picture, and they're still moving. I see them. Sw uh, was he not showing that then? Swaying. I do. It's windy in that photo booth. I'm telling you, man. It's not these. It just isn't. It just. Well, you prove it to us that it's not, mate. Because <laughs> I'm just showing the overlay and it matches up really nicely. Isn't. I'm telling you. And I know everybody's going to agree with, with what I'm saying here. Everyone's going to agree with Griffon. It makes sense <laughs> if you didn't. You dork. 
And he's, he claims to be a balloon expert, which is hilarious. Um, he needs to get off the weed and sober up. <laughs> you can't have weed every day and, and function normally. Uh, doesn't work. Anyway, there's a lot of other crap he said about that. And critters, you know, he always plays, plays dumb. All right, still talks about it. The darkness. You get up top. I'm See, top. he plays. He plays uh, both sides, right? Um, so you can keep getting subs and people watching. Oh yeah, that. Oh, that's light. All right, that's that's a light trick. Holy crap! Does it look like balloons? See. That's the trickery. That's what Jeremy Corbell gives us. Everything he gives us is a misidentification from military personnel. So much so, I bet these were looked at and then put in the Solved. unresolved, you know, couldn't figure it out pile. Maybe that's where Corbell gets all this stuff from. Although information saying, Paul. That the military thought were ufos and then finally figured out it wasn't give it to corbell so everybody in the world can make the same mistake it's very smart but it's not real it's not what jeremy corbell or whoever else is working with him says it isn't a ufo i'm telling you that object has got to be some sort of uh balloon <laughs> Until more stuff comes out. Is there more? I think I have. Uh, so he, he spends five minutes saying I'm wrong, and then he says it is, has to be a balloon. <laughs> more Corbell footage. Yeah, this footage is very weird. But it but does and still could be a balloon with a payload. However, when it changes color and depth, and wedding balloons with tails and and weights are what they call payloads. Constantly as it goes. Or what looks like phasing in and out, even passing two people on the ground who seem to react to anything. It's amazing. That's what he said. Let me pull this up. Oh my God, it's taking so long. What's going on with the computer? Yeah, but how often do people look up in the sky? You know, even if you if you go outside and look up to the sky, people just walk past you. <laughs> they don't they don't stop and look up in the sky. Let's see what you're looking at. They'll just keep on walking first. So, yeah, if um, balloons will be flying all over our heads every day and we don't pay any attention to them because they don't make any noise, right? Here we go. Is he finished? Oh, Jeremy talking? says, Today we released the raw footage of a military film. Oh, wait. Anyway, um, let's see. Enough of him. I just wanted to bring up that he's trying to debunk me, which is nonsense. Um, I think there was some more stuff that come out. Ah, uh, this here from Green Street. I haven't got it in the right order, have I? Uh, all right, he talks more about it here. I have to have a look at that one. But anyway, um, A proper investigator, journalist, actually went out and tried to find the people, the source, or someone that knew about the footage. 
I spoke with a military witness to the jellyfish UFO that seen some recently reported details are wrong and unfounded. Michael Chinkowski <laughs> was the ISR technical controller at AI. Uh, don't know how you say that. <laughs> Twekadum Air Base at Iraq. He says the jellyfish video was captured in full 2017, and Jeremy was saying it was 2018, so he's a year out. By a Tefid PTSTS, and that's it there. A blimp. <laughs> Surveillance balloon, which would uh, pick up uh, quadcopter drone threats almost weekly. Some of the drones would have grenades on them, so it was important to quickly identify these threats. Well, maybe they're using wedding balloons now, so maybe some of those round things are actually bombs. <laughs> it could well be, you know. The jellyfish, however, was a mystery. Yeah, not to me, it wasn't. <laughs> Uh, says the actual raw video of this strange object is 17 to 18 minutes long. Towards the end, it appears to float over Hambanya Lake. So, um, that could be wrong then. <laughs> so, it does go over some water, but not the sea. Or river. Regarding claims that the object descended into the lake, then shot out of the lake at high speed. Uh, never saw that happen. I, at no point did it ever shoot out of the lake or the sky. So, uh, Corbell embellishing things, or is the leaker embellishing things? It's all like disinformation, isn't it? He also states no one else on the base, including the PDDS team, ever saw that happen. Liar, liar, pants on fire, uh, Corbell. And regarding the claims of the object changing temperature in the video, Chinoski, or whatever his name is, agrees this could simply be the camera adjusting exposure levels. Which is basically calibration, isn't it? Which is what I said. It's pretty standard to adjust exposure of a sensor to get a better view while tracking an object. And now we've got a dark vision there. Still looks like wedding balloons to me. And look, it looks like stars balloons on the top here. Look, you can see it. Going out that way, and then down here, and then down there, and then up there, and then there. It's looking right at us, just like how I drew it in that picture before. Yeah, it looks like one cluster here and another cluster here. But whether that's uh, one that's popped or deflated or a grenade, I don't know. Looks pretty big for a grenade though. But you think if they're, if they're using drones, they're directing grenades at the base. Well, balloons got no propeller on it. How are they going to... Why would they waste putting bombs on the end 
and it drifts over their own property and explodes. So they wouldn't risk doing that. But they could easily have put an RC uh, propeller on it, I guess. Uh, but anyway. So what was it? Shinoski thinks it could have been a, an artifact on the lens or the housing of the PDSD balloon surveillance camera. Um, so we've ruled that out because you can see the link legs swinging back and forth. <laughs> and you can see it rotating and uh, Bird Poo doesn't rotate in 3D. The PDDS team, however, disagreed with that theory as they constantly clean and maintain the balloon systems. In fact, right after the jellyfish sighting, the PDSD balloon was brought down, serviced and cleaned. And would they log that it had bird splat on the lens? He does concede that there are details in the video that do not fully support his artifact theory. Yeah, he's totally wrong. And sex a potential cluster of balloons is an interesting theory. <laughs> well, that's the top of the list, mate. Uh, when asked if it had a ch had to choose between the object being something alien or prosaic, Janoski replied the latter. You can see the angle here. It looks like it's changed uh, angles here. Before it was more straight down, wasn't it? But uh, bird poop doesn't do that. Not deemed a threat, the jellyfish video was stored on the base's secret system and soon become a folktale. We never saw it again and it was never explained. Well, David Grush got his hands on it and leaked it to Corbell. Is that what happened? It became the base ghost story. Because if he got it a couple of years ago, it could easily be from David Grush, couldn't it? Or Grush, or whatever his name is. I mean, <laughs> keep saying it the UK way, not the American way. Uh, we'd show the video to any new guys and tell the story. He is very excited. The video is now out in the public. States he does not believe in extraterrestrial life and thinks some of that life could very well be flying around. States he does believe. Uh, right, he does believe in ETs and UFOs. But he... What's that word there? Opines that maybe they aren't alien in the traditional sense. From another dimension, <laughs> not the damn dimension again. Uh, influences that it's just an opinion and fun. Can't come from another dimension. Uh, speaking of dimensions, though, there is a really good sci-fi on at the moment. Uh, well, it was a year ago, called uh, Three Objects. So I'll, I'll talk about that later. Uh, well, worth having a watch of it. 30 episodes. It's really good on episode 29. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's full of science theory and complex stuff. Um, but yeah. And I'm just watching another Asian thing from South Korea. It's really brilliant as well. So I'll talk about that <laughs> in a minute. Uh, near the end of the show. But... Um, 
that's it right so we're done with that one so he confirmed it was a lake there speaking of three bodies <laughs> there's a link to it um i don't think i got the mcrest thing uh, let's have a look what's going on his twitter at the moment it's coming up normal normal now isn't it i didn't used to do that used to come up like it was on a phone looks like it's fixed now okay so what's the latest green streak again it's a totally made up story okay well, i don't think that's talking about the jellyfish is it Peruvian scientist Flavio Castrada, pseudoscientist with an economic interest, who have spent years promoting fake alien mummies. That sounds like uh, Jamie Masson, Amy Masson. Uh, what was that one? Big if true, ridiculous if not. Grush never said extraterrestrial. Uh, I don't think he did. He said non-human, didn't he? Intelligence. So, yeah, is it just some mints of words there? A word salad? <laughs> Uh, this video has been geolocated and is not over water. It's about seven kilometers to the south. So didn't um, Mick West read what Green Street said from the guy saying it was went over the lake? Over 10 kilometers from the Jellymish. 10 kilometers. Moving with wind speed and direction like the jellyfish. What gives uh, Jerry Corbell? Why did you say it was over water? Well, a lake is water. <laughs> Has Mick West lost it? Um, so, this is where Mick sort of makes a fool of himself. Uh, he should have checked and see that was actually a lake there. So maybe his uh, coordinate thing is wrong then. Uh, has he got a picture of it up? I don't see it. I'll just zoom out a bit. Aliens are here and have killed people. Um... Mick West. So he did an interview with that guy that uh, Green Street found. Um, clear some points about what happened. Well, I don't really want to watch that interview, but you could go and watch if you want to. I whipped out Psych Rec for a quick demo and used Google Earth to explore the possibility of two balloon-like ent entities. Okay. Two bunches of wedding balloons. 
the jellyfish UFO is two different objects. No, it's not. It's two bunches of objects about 12 kilometers apart. Uh, not too sure about that. They look pretty close together in the video. Uh, both of which are moving west at the wind speed. The main jellyfish is in north and the two-parter is 12 kilometers south of this. Over land, not water. So I'm not too sure what he's going on about there. Yeah, I think he's made a mistake. Anyway, that's my quest for you. He doesn't like being wrong, though. Uh, he's probably got it on Metabunk, so go and check out the Metabunk link. He's probably posted it there overnight, probably. Now, what's this clown saying about it now? Let's have a quick look. Definitely looks good. Alright, these are some other ones. Uh, but you can see his clickbait header here. Corbell's new jellyfish UFO. Uh, Miami Aliens at Bayside Moor is a PSYOP. And how many views did he get on that one? Over 200 likes. Uh, 11,000 views because he put Miami Aliens in the header. You can't tell me uh, Google's not promoting them. But yeah, uh, what what's he talking about here? All right, not bad. Hey, I want to thank Marvin for the. I don't think that's where I had it bookmarked to. Uh, let me just check. <laughs> there was some reason why I put this one up. Oh, he's talking about the aim. Oh, right. He's putting up. Um, third phase of the moon put up a lot more CGI fake January so. as well. So we're just continuing the PSYOP. So let's go back to the Miami one. What else you got here? No. <sighs> um. Just skip it. being shut down, and what makes this so uh, strange? Sure, well, that's the only thing all my co-workers are talking about. We're Stupid aliens thing. Uh, have they got the one that looks like something from the Aliens movie? <laughs> you can tell it's CGI. Is, is that the one that has it? I think that's probably what I was going to bring up. Because uh, if we go to here, uh, UFO of Interest has brought it up, I think. Let me just check. Uh, this is an old video. This is a fake created with one of many thing. Okay, I don't think it's that one. Uh, let's have a look. Oh, here we go. Nope, that's an old fake video. Fake alien taken in Brazil, seen in previous tweets. So this thing, Third Sage was putting up saying this is uh, what was filmed in Miami, which is uh, fake. Uh, okay, it's got some terrible sound. Yeah, 
Yeah, it looks like something from a Hollywood movie, doesn't it? An alien movie. So third phase of putting that up and he's just playing it on his uh, episode. But yeah, debunked. <laughs> uh, who was the artist of that one? And Brazil... Uh, here's the latest video published by Short Test Blockbusters. They created several digital emanations, CGI, of that strange creature source here. Okay, that was uh, a few years back now, and of course this is what happens with shells. They find the old fakes and they put it up there for a new story, and they get the old clicks and views and subs out of it. Uh, here's a close-up. Okay. Uh, what else he got? Uh, let's see. Readers added the community note to the post. Donald Trump. What's that got to do with it? Uh, must watch UFO spotted in Miami. So I don't think that's the real Donald, Donald Trump. <laughs> uh, what's it say here? This just a SpaceX launch taken on July 29th. Falcon Heavy thing. I think that's the one I said. Uh, was a SpaceX launch too. Let's have a look. Look! Yeah, you got a rocket going up. And it's cloudy. So they worked out that was the rocket launch with the date and time. And that's what it can look like behind clouds. SpaceX going up. Now I think uh, that was also put onto the Miami as aliens. I think that's why he's showing it. Uh, that's just ridiculous really. Uh, we'll have a look anyway. We'll just we'll skim some of his. Ah, Miami UFO. So this one is also... Uh, this is an old video fake created with ISO Android apps such as uh, UFO video camera. So now they're adding all this other shit in to the story. Uh, the shells. Alright, look, 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 look. Y'all thought I was playing. I know y'all see those lights. Look at them. Not the little one. I think I remember that one. Is that one that sort of explains and the lights zoom, zoom off in different directions. Is that the one? I think that was in Florida as well, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a known fake. Did we get a close-up of it? Uh, not in this video, but looks of it. So that's done by a app. Don't know if we can get a close-up of it. TR3V And the lights separate here, yeah, that's right. Mm, spin around. So, yeah. <laughs> you can see right what, over here. 
You can see what the shells are doing, they're posting it around for clicks and uh, it's just nonsense. Uh, UFO man, we'll come back to him. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, so. oh, there's some firework. He's a dickhead. Okay, let's just have a look. One and they came at me. I'd be happy to share them. Okay, let's see what's going there's on. There's a dink. I see what's up. Witnesses, people there on the ground, and there we go. So, um, having his own opinion of what happened there on the streets that night, we've got uh, Jack Graham with us. Jack, tell us a little bit about what you're just telling us about airspace being shut down and what makes this so uh, strange. Sure, well, that's the only thing all my co workers are talking about. We're all fascinated about the story. Uh, we've been all over Broward, uh, partly in Dade County, trying to speak with people about it. it. Is now, if I remember right, didn't they have put in some new uh, regulations when there was a threat of terrorists that uh, they temporarily shut down uh, or divert the planes over the area just in case something is going down. And with the open borders in the USA, you wouldn't be surprised, right? <laughs> it's Dade County. The thing that's standing out to me is people are trying to discredit it, saying, well, there were teenagers fighting in the mall, so that's why all the police came out there. But what they can't answer is this. If it's just teenagers fighting in the mall, why would they shut down all the airspace over the Miami airport and halt all... Well, because some people said there was gunfire going down. <laughs> oh, probably said terror alert. All it's fairly obvious, really, isn't it? Of course, the police said it wasn't closed down. Was that a real conversation happening with a police officer, you know? I didn't see any badge or a gun or anything. Now he's going to milk this. I bet he's doing another show today or tomorrow on this. The theory floating out right now. Yeah, I just know I went to Google Maps myself. That was one of the first things I did. I plugged that V Man again. You come through for me. I keep forgetting to bring that up because we have been hearing now for a while. I'm still. Oh, here I don't you know go. what you mean. Third phase, and he's promoting third phase. It's very closely. Look at. We just uh, showed the bunk of that very one. Lanky, bunch of legs on it. Yeah. You know, this footage is actually really kind of getting to me. The way it's like glitching out, it kind of Thank you. Flashlight. really goes with the eyewitnesses' accounts <laughs> of how they say oh, that right. it almost seems... Oh, my God. I'm sorry. So they got that bimbo on the end of the redhead <laughs> talking garbage. Um, none of them do any research, right? Um, what do people follow third phase for still? If you're looking for answers, you don't follow third face. Uh, are they watching it for just laughing at them, having a drink, and getting drunk, and laughing at Blake Cousins and his brother in this new redhead they've seen to add to their talking uh, dialogue? <laughs> uh, they just like to have a good laugh at all because uh, they are laughable, aren't they? The amount of crap that comes out their mouths. Sorry, yeah, V Man. Again, you come through for me. Yeah, stop giving them money, you fools. Okay. <laughs> V-Man, again, you come through oh, for me. I'm trying to skim past that. that the aliens are deep. 
this fits it. If this is it. Now they're saying aliens are demons. If this is what they saw and not some CGI hoax, high hoax, high hoax. Yeah. He's a dickhead. He's definitely high, isn't he? <laughs> 20, 30 days, I guess. I don't know. Uh, was there anything else? Uh, we'll just skim it. Psyop. Look at the witnesses that came forward. They're all clean cut, relatively in shape. It's strange to have five or six witnesses without one having a tattoo that we could see. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's something off. See, again, now he's pushing that Miami one is a, a, a psyop, a conspiracy, right? Uh, it's just going to... It goes into that mindset of those people that want that sort of conspiracy, right? And they're going to sub to him and donate money to him. And it's not even truth, right? It's really bad. I don't like it, but I don't see anything alien. Um, I'm not sorry about saying that. So this is the thing he says. He says no, it's CGI. It's not aliens. Blah blah. And then he talks about, oh yeah, it could be a psyop. <laughs> well, it could be aliens. And he changes his mind all the time, and it just keeps people subbed. All right. Uh, what are, what 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 do we got here? <laughs> and he's a dickhead. Okay. His name's actually Richard, and they do call him Mister Dick. <laughs> So he's on to the that cool belt one. We shouldn't be penalized for it. I have balloons that look like that. That's why. But now, like, now he's saying it's balloons. Not in infrared, FLIR. And I'm going to get the, the regular video here in a minute, but watch. The legs are not swaying. They do over, if you add the, the different frames up over a longer period, and especially at the end, they do sway. So here, <laughs> it disappears like, right? And they are talking about cloaking. Anyway, it's just garbage. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> uh, right, three-body sci-fi. Uh, I suppose we could talk about that in a minute. Um and that one there too. Uh, what was this thing on the end here? Alright, oh, let's do the last thing here. So this uh, UFO man's put up this one here. And when I looked at it, I thought, okay, that's probably worth seeing we can suss it out, but there's no information. We got dates, but we ain't got times again, and we need the times. So I've just played this and I'll just um, go over it. Hey guys, it's you, Apple Man. Here's a clip filmed by Pedro. Have we got a time on that? Only date, right? Pedro. <laughs> Motto outside Albuquerque, New Mexico on 4-22-2022. Check it out. Make an assessment. So he's filming it on a smartphone through a car window. Let me know what you think. Coming up is a compare. 
Well, I think it's garbage because we've got no uh, reference points in this particular clip here. But could be anything, right? Person shot between. Okay, so now we've got a ground reference here. So what's going on? Uh, an object filmed over Argentina on September 19, 2019 in Albuquerque, New Mexico on April... Does it look like it was moving? That's what we're going to look at. Filmed over Argentina on September it's not 19, moving, 2019. Looks it? like it's very stationary. Comparison shot between... Uh, an object filmed over Argentina on September 19, 2019. Did it move slightly then? Argentina on September 19, 2019. I think he's zooming in on the camera. In Albuquerque, New Mexico on April 22, um, it's really hard to discern the actual shape of the object because of the light flaring so much. But um, it seems to be almost... Hey, was it was it moving though? Uh, or was he just zooming in at the same time? It seems to be almost disc or... It seems... But... Um, we need the original video links really. It seems to be almost disc or diamond shaped. So... Oh yeah, so my gut feeling that was most likely SpaceX uh, again um, on these ones. Uh, but we've had a, a time. Hit that like button and subscribe. Remember to share us out to your social media platform. Coming up are four still shots. It's way overexposed here. So let's uh, just run it through some filters. And looks like we might not be able to tone it down. That's why we need the original video. Looks like it might be a lot of cloud around it. So could it be simply just um, the cloud moving with the moonlight behind? That's another possibility. Sort of changes it a bit there. It looks like looks like clouds, doesn't it? That looks like cloud cover here. Could it be Guys. simply just um, a rocket launch between clouds, or looks like maybe there might be something on the end here, like a you know, let's got the the rocket contrail here, and that bit in the middle might might be where they're separated, right? Uh, need to go back on that. Nineteen in Albert. 
So that's normally where it separates, right? And there's normally explosion of gas and that um, what do you call it? Second stage is broken off there and it carries on. So they both look very similar. Or are they? Doesn't look very really UFO like now, though, does it? Between. Now, this one here looks very similar, like cloud, right? It's bending in there. It's well, well overexposed. But um, it seems to be almost disc or diamond shaped. <laughs> so disc or diamond shape, yeah. Not really. Take a look. Let uh, I wouldn't call it diamond shape, I wouldn't call it disc shape. I think it's just another optical illusion. But the question is, was there any SpaceX um, let's see, put them both up. Let's just reload that on the thumbnail, wasn't it? So we got September twenty nineteen, that's when uh, just after all the Starlinks was starting to be deployed, right? And April 22, I remember there was something that went down last year around about then with um, testing out the, what do you call it, um, Starship, SpaceX Starship. Remember they had lots of problems with it and they were exploding it. And it looks like it might be early in the morning here, wouldn't you say, or... At uh, dusk, but it's mostly early morning. Well, looks of it. But yeah, I wouldn't call them UFOs. Not without doing some proper investigating, ruling out things. So September twenty nineteen, SpaceX. Uh, what have we got for hiddens here? What happened in space in 2019? <laughs> uh, made soft landing. So it was uh, September, wasn't it? Uh, 21 launches. 2018, but 13 and 2019. Uh, September. Uh, humans test fired. What's this one? Uh, first rocket built for humans. Well, there you go. That's when they started doing the Starship, or what it's called, September the 5th. 
And I knew they were doing a few testing. Uh, five things we learned from Elon Musk rollout to uh, September the 28th. Uh, what was the date we're looking for? Uh, 19th. Of course, uh, where was that filmed? Argentina. So we got daylight uh, time zones there. So what could be September the 19th could be September the 18th. Uh, so yeah, maybe 18th. Uh, let's see. But yeah, definitely a lot of activity with stuff in space then. September 18th, the launch site is next to a neighbour. This pad. That's a uh, national. Update. Prototype Mars rocket. Uh, what's this one? So there was something on the 18th then. Oh no, this 21st. Uh, what's this one? Starlink to fill line share of SpaceX near launch. What's that mean? All right, they got Dragon resupply mission, but that was 29th. What's this one here? Update. Inspiration mission. So it looks like it's maybe something to do with that then, is it? After three days orbiting. Three days orbiting. So that must be that. It must be that uh, mission there. There you go, look. Uh, from the 8th of September to September the 18th. So that 18th is probably when it come back down again, was it? Yes, uh, you know, you see what I mean? Um, it does look like it was something happening. Or SpaceX. Uh, what was the other date? Um, April the 22nd, 2022. Sort of two twos there. Yeah, obviously something's happening then too. Four crew launched as targeted at uh, five April the twenty seventh. Now uh, that's five days after that date. But what were they doing five days before that date? July Starlink mission. Uh, maybe there's a Starlink launch as well. 
Space stations update. Astronauts will fly a new Dragon spacecraft named Freedom. But when was that? Somewhere in April, by the looks of it. Ah, of course, we've got to allow for time zones too. What was um, location in Mexico? So we can't trust the information we've got here anyway. 21st. So again, it looks to me like it could be Starlink launched then April 21st. Uh, what's this one? Observers in Europe witnessed the second stage. I told you. <laughs> Deorbit burn from a SpaceX rocket on the evening of April 21st. So if it's in uh, Europe, uh, that could easily be 22nd as well, couldn't it? Early in the morning, right? On In America. So there you go. Uh, both of those ones debunked as SpaceX. It just takes a wee bit of research. Um, but yeah, don't want to spend too long on that. It's just garbage. So, I think I did actually say it was space, most likely SpaceX. Overexposed rocket launches or cloud over moon. What's the times of the day? <laughs> this is where I'm going to get that. Uh, that's very interesting how both crafts are so similar. Well, Space uh, X uh, launches do look very similar. <laughs> it must be the latest model. Uh, the saucer looks genuine to me, even though uh, you could see it looked like it was uh, shining through clouds there. <laughs> uh, wow, is that real? If it's really not photoshopped. Why, why are they thinking it's photoshopped? Nice one. Both seem to have the same sort of offset angle. Um... Well, sick Rene Cruz wouldn't have a clue. Could be a drone. <laughs> I, I think I'm most likely correct there. Uh, both uh, probably been debunked as SpaceX, but uh, UFO man would have put it up anyway. Join the channel. No. Hasn't put any links to the sources or anything like that. Uh, even if it was submitted to MUFON, they might determine it was SpaceX as well. So like I said, that looked like a second stage breakup there when we filtered it, right? Uh, did I reset that? Better make sure it's reset. But anyway, um, I think that's the latest stuff he's posted. Uh, he must like giving me videos to uh, solve because uh, <laughs> huge disc. Okay, we got another one, so we'll have a look at that one and the other ones we looked at. Uh, just catch up on the side comments before I get too far ahead. <laughs> so, what do we got here? Tarot Destroyer. <laughs> 
uh, haven't seen you here before. Oh, speaking of which, I should do um, the gifts thing. Uh, let's see. How did I do it last time? <laughs> uh, let's see if it's going to work. I can give away another five gifts. Membership gifting. Uh, gift five now. Let's see how many of my regular watches gets uh, a gift on YouTube. Here we go. Is it doing something? Oh, here we go. Anyone we know? <laughs> Did anyone we know get one? Uh, I'm not sure if I know any of those names there, guys. Uh, do you, have you seen any of those guys around? Because I don't recall any of them. It's funny how... Uh, Google gives it away to people that lurk and probably haters and uh, not the people that actually give super chats and stuff. Because really, these guys should get a free gift. It's still going. It's a wee bit slow, isn't it? <laughs> I suppose there's a lot of calculations there, though. Uh, let's see. What are we saying here? Oh, it's still going. Uh, yeah, why does Corbell have access to all these secret files? Well, I think it's, uh, he got all of them from that uh, David Grish and uh, he's saving some f to keep his grift going, right? That's what I think. Uh, yes, Corbell is disinformation short. I hope you and Charlie... Uh, is that Shelley? <laughs> uh, well, my eyes are getting the infection see soon, I hope. Chandler. Oh, maybe it's not Shelley. Yeah, Charlie's good, uh, although he does fall over a couple occasionally. Uh, but yeah, his time is limited now. He's getting old. But it'd be um, very sad not to have him around because he does make you, me laugh a bit. <laughs> He's a funny character. Uh, he's got his little quirks. Uh, it's funny how all dogs have their own sort of personalities, isn't it? A bit like humans. Uh, why would aliens go to a shopping mall? <laughs> well, why do you go to a shopping mall? Food? Uh, batteries? <laughs> Check out the technology. And if you're a female, you go and look at clothes. <laughs> well, I hate shopping. I don't know about these guys. I'd rather find what I want online and just have it delivered to the door. <laughs> and the pictures look like a dreadlock here. Okay, you're talking about the alien or you're talking about the balloon. Uh, but yeah, uh, definitely... Uh, if you look at the wedding balloons, they did look a wee bit dreadlocky. It's the same to me that the idea that this was a UFO was floating at all. So you must be talking about the core bell thing. Yeah. Who's Terror Destroyer? Is that someone different or is it someone just renamed their YouTube? <laughs> Snowed in here. Okay. 
It must be in America then. Or was UK snowy at the moment too? All right, you said the saying, yes. Uh, yes. Is it yes, renamed this thing? <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. Uh, the opinions just look like uh, dreadlock. Isn't it the same thing the other person said? Are you trying to trick me? <laughs> I have heard some... I can't quite read it now. Anyway, better move on. Uh, anything up on Pilt here? Better check up those guys. Uh, the Planet Truth. How's it going? Uh, what have we got? Military thing happening? Or what? Some emojis or what are they called? Stickers or what? Who else we got that we missed? Pooh uh, Slayer is with us. Planet Truth, uh, welcome. Pooh Slayer, welcome. Vulcan Dano. <laughs> Bird Poop. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I think we've debunked it being Bird Poop. Um, and Pam. Right, so I think we've caught up up there. Uh, better move on. Uh, what's the time now? Because <laughs> it seems like it's been ages already. Uh, two and a half hours. Okay, let's have a look at this one. Oh, no. That's like a 1950s sci-fi. Senores, <laughs> meeting. I think I've seen this one before. It rings a bell. Uh, recycling the crap already, aren't they? Wasn't that in uh, Peru? On the highway there next to the coast. And this was like um, a fishing boat out to sea. If my memory serves me right, and it's reflecting off some low cloud sea cloud here. Meeting. Is that a helicopter I can hear? Maybe it's a. Maybe it's like a coast guard um, drug bust, and they're using helicopters and uh, illumination flares or something on the boats. Parece un platillo volador, parece. Estamos entre los cerros. Quiero que vean ustedes. Quiero que vean, miren. Me encuentro en la Panamericana y no hay nada. No hay yeah, nada. I think this no was in uh, Peru, wasn't it? What we got here? Ah, oh, right, here we go. <laughs> Huge this outside Nave, Peru. Yeah, this uh, is like a year or so old now. Six parameter lights. I think it was a boat out in the sea there. I debunked it. Ah, miren esa nave inmensa. Al fondo, en los cerros, alumbrando hacia arriba. Lejos, a kilómetros. It looks like it's laid down. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven lights, maybe. What's happened to it? Has he stopped Nos encontramos it? en la Panamericana, camino a Nazca. Y quiero que vean, ya estamos en... 
Yeah, so yeah, that's what it is. Entre los cerdos y miren, parece una nave gigante, señores, miren. Probably squid boats out the coast there. Anyway, another garbage video. And it doesn't zoom off or anything. Uh, just stops filming. Parece un platillo volador, parece. Estamos entre los cerros, quiero que veamos. Is that a helicopter or is that the engine of the truck? Or the car? Or aircon? Ustedes, quiero que vean bien. Me encuentro en la Panamericana y no hay nada. No hay nada, no hay nada. Miren esa nave inmensa al fondo en los cerros. Can see it's really low down to the road there when he pans around, right? So it's got to be out to sea. Ustedes, quiero que vean bien. Look, 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 straight across. That's uh, boats, fishing boats. I'm a nutter, I'm filming fishing boats and claiming it's a UFO so I can get lots of subs and money. Miren esa nave inmensa al fondo en los cerros, alumbrando hacia arriba. It's not even uh, English subtitles. <laughs> Come on, UFO man, what is it then? Because I'm sure he put this one up already. He didn't say anything about it, did he? Coward. Just in case Paul was watching him. <laughs> um, thank you, Tim, for showing us fishing boats. I wonder what the difference between the colours and functions of the Porthole. <laughs> yeah, on a boat looking lights around the disc craft. Crossed uh, with white, blue, and dull red. Well, I don't know about you, but I didn't actually see red, but there could have been red there. Mostly white. Uh, I suppose they could have had a red light there, you know, like a, what do you call it, a security light, you know, because boats have uh, coloured lights on them too, don't they, for left side and right side and all that sort of business. Whoa, awesome UFO, by the way, I saw one of your UFO videos on a live Italian UFO show. Well, that's a damn shame, <laughs> it's getting publicity. Did they give me credit? See, that's the first thing he's asking. I want credit. I want credit. Was it said or do they have the link? It's called UFO Global Italian Today. This guy's only about uh, building up his channel, click views and making money from it. I heard your voice, so I know it was yours. Apparently the Italian dude liked showing UFOs from different... Yeah, but he wants to know if you got credit. Watching now for support. Uh, anyone can translate? No, because that's too much work. <laughs> English close turned on. Um, yeah, but couldn't you just post a transcript of it? I thought we had it turned on. Parece un platillo volador, parece. Estamos entre los cerros, quiero que vean ustedes. This is not English. Quiero que vean bien. Me encuentro en... 
English closed captions. Am I missing something here? Uh, it's Spanish closed captions. No English. Is there any way we can change it? Spanish auto-generated. There's no English, so he lied. <laughs> There's no English subs there. So yeah, he was too lazy to do it. He could have put it. He could have made a, a pasted it in a pinned comment, right? Thanks, Tim. But yeah, still, it's not English. Anyway, enough of that clown. UFO man debunked again. Two videos. Alright, okay, let's just talk about the three-body sci-fi. Now, Netflix is uh, also making a version of this that's coming out in March. And they call it the three-body project. And it's only eight episodes. Well, this Chinese one, even though it's a lot of subs reading, and they talk very quickly sometimes, it's hard to read the subs. It's actually quite interesting. Uh... If you do a search online, you'll probably get a lot of spoilers now because it's over a year old. But essentially, it's a sci-fi. Uh, starts off with scientists killing themselves and the police are trying to investigate it. And there's the Chinese are working with um, US, UK and all that now. That they sort of got a, a planet defense. So they're all working together. So they're trying to figure out why all the top scientists are killing themselves. And that sort of goes into deep science and theories, uh, theories of science and uh, pretty much current events in ufology, like if aliens are evil or not. So it goes into all that sort of stuff. And it unravels all these little subplots and eventually when you get up to episode 18 in this series um starts to make more sense what's going on but yeah um uh, episode 29 is really really cool what they did with the fx there could have been better could have been a bit more gory <laughs> but i suppose it's made for chinese television but yeah um go and check it out uh and also be worth to compare it to the Netflix version that comes out. But essentially, uh, it wraps in city type stuff where uh, aliens get communication and they're heading towards the Earth, but they want to destroy us. <laughs> or so they claim. Uh, but um, they're trying to get the a group of people that are in communication with them on planet earth and uh yeah the episode 29 is well worth watching <laughs> so i won't ruin it for you but uh, go and check it out um it talks about it here but i think it'll have a lot of spoilers on it uh the broadcast premiere three body on the 13th of saturday so I think it was free to watch on YouTube at one stage, and it's not there now. We are thrilled to present the original mind-blowing sci-fi epic from China, three-body based on Singing Lu's celebrated novel, The Three-Body Problem. 
Uh, you need PBS apps to watch it. Maybe it's on there. It's not YouTube then. 13.org. Um, yeah, I think it'd probably be too complex for at least half America anyway. <laughs> um, I think uh, Goofon wouldn't be able to understand it. Uh, it's pretty deep. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's like watching a out there, uh, more complex of the out there channel when he's talking about science theory and stuff. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, so I suppose you could look up uh, on um, it might have a, a, a trailer you can watch without ruining it on the movie database. Uh, oops, three body. Right, here we go. I think there's a season two coming from what I read. So, uh, can't really say too much about it without ruining it, but uh, yeah, uh, obviously it doesn't finish in the first season. <laughs> they leave it sort of open so they can always do another season to, if they want to. That's generally how it happens, right? I'll post a link to that. Uh, with uh, what? Even if uh, only Chinese. There's a pumped. And it was recommended from a past uh, channel member. He said, have you heard about this? I said, no. So I looked into it and started watching it and I sort of got into it. Uh, it wasn't too bad. Uh, there's also that I placed up here. Uh, their version. They've got a, t a trailer up as well. From the creators of Game of Thrones comes a stunning new blockbuster series unlike anything you've seen before. So normally um, trailers are copyrighted so I'm not going to risk it. <laughs> but if you want to watch it, Netflix uh, version coming. Because that will all be in English. Is that the one? Yeah. Uh, what's it say here? Yeah, Netflix. Yeah. Okay. I won't. I won't play it. <laughs> but it is quite good. Um, maybe I can just skip through it. I don't think it looked as good as the Chinese version. It's not a really good promo, I don't think. Life. 
life elsewhere in the universe. Okay. So, there's another show I started watching, uh, South Korean. I tell you what, they're really good at making really good scripted uh, content. Uh, this one here called Death's Game. Uh, what was the other one from, from South Korea? Uh, also was a game one. Uh, what was that called? Where they, if they move forward and uh, the robot would shoot and dead. What was that one? What was that called? Uh, TV shots. Let's see what comes up. Um... Where they pick up, uh, what's this one? Is that one? All of us are dead. And Netflix seems to be doing it, doesn't it? Haven't heard of All of Us Are Dead. That might be worth checking out because they do make some good content and they do act pretty good as well. Uh, what was the other game show thing? Uh, not seeing it. Um, there's going to be a season two coming of it. Ah, Squid Game. That was it. Squid Game. There we go. Is there a season two of that now? Or have I missed it? <laughs> it's quite easy to miss things. Um, that's no good. So, uh, it's not... It's not the same as Squid Game, but it's a uh, same calibre quality show. And you'll love it if you like action and you like um, some clever script plot twists. Um, it's really, really addictive. I'm sort of halfway through it now. And it's called Death's Game. Um, nothing to do with UFOs, though. <laughs> but it is... Um, almost like paranormal I guess in the sense that basically this guy commits suicide that's basically how it works and he ends up in a uh, not the, not how but in between uh, a holding area with this crazy uh, Korean chick here that says she's um, deaf and she's given him more chances to change, see if he can um, take up these challenges. And if he manages to pass one of them, uh, he can have a choice of uh, not dying and actually recovering from his suicide. Uh, so I'm not sure how that's going to work out, but yes, it's really clever. <laughs> so I just put it this way, she puts it in other people that are, are killed before they get killed and he has to live their life and try and prevent it happening. Uh, it's really clever. Um, and of course it turns out all these different people that she's putting them in are somehow related, uh, you find out later, um, all connected somehow. So it's a, it's a bigger plot and a subplot and it's got some romance in it, you know, um, then he finds out the truth about things. 
yeah, so one of them is he goes into a kid that's being bullied at school and he's got to prevent him from being killed. Another one, he gets tra trapped into a serial killer. <laughs> he's got to prevent prevent from being killed and uh, so on. So go and check it out uh, without ruin it ruin what goes on but it's, it's a really good action scene another one he ends up in a gangster so you can imagine what that's going to be like uh like sopranos uh times 100 <laughs> um yeah death scheme i'll probably be watching some more of that tonight actually So yes, mystery, suspense, romance, uh, thriller, all <laughs> chucked into one. I was really surprised how good it was, but again, it's only subs, unfortunately. No voiceover or whatever. Uh, yeah, finish with that one. So on to the gravity stuff now. <laughs> And I might need to go and get some nasal spray. I might just uh just have a mini break while I go to the toilet, so I'm going to grab some drink and I'll be back with you in a minute. Uh let's see. Just do something here on the screen. Ah, uh, the spaces are going, I suppose. Yeah, I'll be back in a minute.
Okay. Uh, species. Should have should make a version where you can connect to a web page and control it <laughs> while I'm gone. Uh, it should be doable. I think um, what's his name, Geekcraft, was doing that, wasn't he? Didn't work very well though. Um, so yeah, carrying on just wrapping up this gravity guy. Um, I see. Um, Steve Cambrian had the Electric Universe guy on. <laughs> I thought it was a bit of a disaster. Um, the guy went went into some of the science and then went into deep dive into crystal hippie bitches. <laughs> Basically, he was uh, talking about all sorts of other things that had no no relativeness uh, to the Electric Universe, from what I could see. But yeah, we were talking about um, gravity. Um, and Electric Universe sort of incorporates Tesla ideas and uh, Einstein, so it's like a hybrid. Uh, some of it makes sense, and some of it, other stuff doesn't. But uh, yeah, they sort of think gravity is to do with electric uh, force, I think it is, um, where you got uh, positive and negative and uh, what was that, the <coughs> they had a special name for it, dielectric was it, where it pulls down uh, the particles t towards um, zero point as they call it or whatever uh, I don't know I think Tesla's idea it's sort of been sabotaged a wee bit um, yeah I was just thinking about uh, they're talking about electromagnets and all that sort of stuff see and what I believe Tesla was talking about was Um, like a body of a UFO, so he was talking about having flying platforms uh, that hovered over the cities and used uh, like his Tesla coil to tap into the radiant energy to power it. So yeah, we didn't find out too much about that. Uh, it was mentioned to his nephew but yeah, if you've got a, a load of atoms, right, in a craft, uh, which is dense energy particles of various kinds, protons, neutrons, and all that, with, which have fractal energy, which is also mentioned in the Electric Universe, um, makes sense that um, fractals live in nature so why wouldn't it work also in the atom and of course uh, that three bodies also talks about 11 dimensions and uh, string theory in it and uh, it sort of lost its way describing all those dimensions at the end to me uh, where 
they're saying the universe is actually inside an atom and all that sort of stuff but yeah not to ruin it uh, go and watch it <laughs> so these are sorbent energy all the time from what the electric universe was saying was ether and what tesla was calling ether but it could easily be just called dark matter because you can't see it and it's a sort of radiant energy which again to me could be just called um, dark energy right because you don't see this energy it's being absorbed at a certain frequency uh, R1 <laughs> and they emit some of the energy back out in resonant frequency R2 and that goes back into the ether and somehow regenerates back into R1 if that makes any sense <laughs> and uh, if you can block this energy flow uh, this, the atoms get starved and they in, in a sense uh, lose weight they lose mass energy equals mass right so somehow you want to build a charged skin around it all that and everything inside uh it's not getting the radiant energy even even our bodies are absorbing it right we've got atoms so we're absorbing radiant energy and also emitting it but we can't see it it's dark energy uh technically you would lose weight and you become almost like a feather and you can be then sipped off at um mac 15 quite easily without being killed right it makes total sense to me uh this this model but proving it is another thing or actually creating the meta material which creates the field that slows down the absorption and release so obviously you're not going to block it out completely but if everything's electromagnetic and magnetic uh waveforms electromagnetic waveforms then we know we're able to influence, uh, influence it. So as you know, through wire, when you, when we're talking about current, a couple of lives back on this gravity, when electrons flow, which I said we don't actually see it flowing, so what's it actually doing? <laughs> but it goes from the negative to the positive, we found out, not the other way around. So as it's flowing through the cable, it generates a magnetic field um, is it 90 degrees perpendicular to it so it creates a sine wave going like that in, in 3d space of course <laughs> but it also has um, electromagnetic field as well which goes the other direction uh, goes that way it's hard to draw it xyz uh, but there are pictures of it but yes yeah, so that means if you're charging the skin up here some metal material will charge it's going to also generate some magnetic field i guess which could be part of the propulsion system i suppose to create a vortex that sort of creates a vortex 
in the direction that you want to go and it sucks it in basically and that's why you don't get a sonic boom right it makes more sense if you have like a tornado spinning around sucks it in at high speed all the time it's not going to get a sonic boom because there's a hole that's generating so a lot of people are saying um, you're bending space and time in front of it uh, and it's always going into that hole so it's never ever going to create a sonic boom but how does that work with atmospheric pressure and all that sort of stuff where well, a tornado gets it out the way right creates a little mini tornado on in the direction it wants to go generally we see UFOs going up and down right makes more sense um, or on an angle but um, yeah what was the other stuff I was going to say um, it's gone out my head now <laughs> but yeah um, yeah gravity and and electric fields and magnetic field it's pretty deep stuff right uh, uh, is it Max um, what's his name Max Planck, Planck was it that found out the connection between both uh, nature electric field is necessary a force is essentially a force field that is created around a, an electrically charged particle a magnetic field is one that's created a, around a permanent magnet substance or moving electric charge so you got permanent magnets and you also got um, electron flow creating a magnetic field so how would a permanent magnet create a field around it so what you got to dive into is what is magnet what what magnetic field is or what magneticism is and uh, I suppose we can look up it actually I was trying to find those images first <laughs> so what we got here electric field and magnetic field so that's that looks similar and they're sort of somehow related uh, one's north and south poles and this is at atom level is it atom or electron uh, it has to be atom wouldn't it anyway oh here we go this is what I was trying to draw <laughs> so you got um, propagation of the electron and it creates a electric field and also a magnetic field but going in, in the different access points in 3D space so if you put a compass next to a electrical wire that has electron flow in it it should uh, deflect the needle right but how does that relate to um, having a charged skin yeah that there's a lot more things to suss out I guess <laughs> I, I don't think it, um, UFO would use a really it would create a really big magnetic field to repel from the Earth's magnetic field I don't, I don't really see that really be happening 
And of course, if UFOs were, were doing that and flying over houses, could you imagine the chaos it would cause around cars and uh, stuff inside the house? Um, you suddenly see a watch fly up to the ceiling, stick to the ceiling if it's flying over your house. So I don't think it's doing anything like that. Um, I think it's just uh, more likely to be mass reduction going on. Oh, there's a wire there. Electric current, uh, conductor, magnetic field is generated like that. It's uh, pretty complex stuff, I know. Get wrapping your head around it all. Um, is it Max? What's the guy's name? Max, 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 Max. Not McConey, uh, Max, uh, Maxfield, is it? Um, equations or whatever it's called. Uh, where he found the relationship between them and all that sort of stuff. Uh, let's see, is that the one? No, not that one. Um, uh, what did it put in there? Oh, right. Max, maybe that's where it's gone wrong. Ah, oh, here we go. Max Wells. Uh, yeah, get mixed up between fields and wells. <laughs> that's right. Max uh, Wells equations. Uh, what are the four Maxwell equations? Uh, algebra solution. Uh, yeah, so what is he famous for? Uh, I suppose I could read the Wikipedia, but is anything quick here? There we go. Is that the one? What's the one greatest scientist? There he is. <laughs> Looks a bit like Corbell, scientist, but it's obviously more intelligent. Of the 19th century is best known for the formulation of the theory of electromagnetism and making the connection between light and electromagnetic waves. There we go. Uh, he did a lot more than that though, I think. <laughs> um, Let's see. Uh, creation showed that different wavelengths of light appeared to us as different colors, but more importantly, it revealed that there was a whole spectrum of invisible waves which uh, the light we can see was only a part. So he's part of that then. What did Einstein think? <laughs> uh, he said it changed the world forever. There you go. What's the IQ? Oh, really? 190? That's got to be very few percent there in the world population getting that. Scottish mathematician, physicist, who considered one of the most 
was considered one of the most influential scientists of the 19th century. His estimated IQ scores range between 190 to 205 by different measurements. James worked on electromagnetism, laid the fundamental foundation for our understanding of radio waves, microwaves, and light. So, yeah. Anyway. What is magnetism? Let's see what it says about that. Magnetism is a force exerted by magnets when they attract or repel each other. <laughs> magnetism is caused by the motion of electric charges. Okay, there's electric. So how does that work in a permanent magnet then? Obviously, magnetism in a permanent magnet. Let's see if we can find out. Uh, what's it called? Yeah. Uh, I probably spin it wrong. Uh, modern theories of magnetism maintain that a magnetic field is produced by an electric charge in motion. And thus it's theorized that the magnetic field of a so-called permanent magnet such as lodestone is a result of electrons within the atoms of the iron spinning unformally in the same direction. So basically you know how you can rub a magnet, permanent magnet onto a screwdriver and originally some of the magnetism uh, aligns the what they're saying here, the poles, is it? The north-south charge poles, all in the same direction. And then it makes it able to lift up metal objects, right? So it's not the same as electric current in that sense. Well, does electric current then, momentarily as electrons move in, does it change the pole of the atom? It'd have to, there'd have to be some sort of link there, wouldn't there? Um, so yeah, so if that charged skin of a UFO was happening, it could create like a permanent magnet in the sky, couldn't it? Where the atoms are all aligned in the same direction in the matrix or whatever it is, carbon, bismuth or whatever they're using for material experimentation now so yeah it's a bit of a deep think here isn't it uh, so can or what can be magnetized and as we know metals are one of them they're crystal by the way metal all metals crystals Minerals that can be magnetized, which are also ones that are strongly attracted to a magnet, are called ferromagnetic or ferrimagnetic substances. These include nickel, iron, cobalt, some alloys of rare earth metals, and some naturally occurring minerals such as lodestone. I haven't heard of lodestone before. Um... So I just wonder, you know, you thought about UFOs levitating people, could they somehow 
temporarily magnetise someone and attract them upwards? Um, I, I don't think so. But uh, maybe. Um, how would it work though? You passing through the roof of the house in that case. Because the roof is going to be metal there. Although it's going to be aluminium. I don't think that's in the list. Aluminium is more... Uh, well, they call it al uh, what do they call it aluminum. <laughs> we call it aluminium here. I think that's one of those that persists, isn't it? Um, a sheet of aluminium might not be attracted to a magnet. Does anything magnets? Does anything magnetise to aluminium? Aluminium is not magnetic under normal circumstances. This is because the aluminium interacts with the magnets. Also, when exposed to strong magnetic fields, aluminium can be slightly magnetic, even though it does not exhibit magnetism under normal circumstances. So even under strong magnetic fields, it's only slightly magnetic. And cause aluminium is quite light metal really, but would they make a, a black ops craft with uh, Tesla's ideas <laughs> out of carbon fiber or aluminium or use aluminium? I suppose they've got to use some metal in it. Uh, so somehow they must shield it. They probably use fiber optics, right, for instead of using wires as well. But yeah, all these things you've got to think about, right? And you've got to sort of connect all the science into it. Um, there you go. Um, but anyway, I just uh, was quickly going to dive into that just to talk about it. Because uh, I've mentioned it a few times about drawing pictures. <laughs> well, that's pretty crappy, that picture. Uh, but uh, it's better than nothing, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, thanks, save. So, yeah, let's uh, read out about this lab here, about being uh, readed. Uh, yes is off. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm just wrapping up on this. This is the last bit. And the other stuff, again, I'm going to have to push. <laughs> never, never is enough time. Um, so, yeah, just, I'll just get the reader because I'm going to struggle otherwise with the eyes. Uh, you can always watch it later. But uh, I can't guarantee when I can do the bookmarks. I did all the chapter bookmarks for the other two only yesterday so I've been pretty busy uh, Mick West is another one of these guys that says who watches two hour presentations whereas well, a lot of people watches two hours of goof on and two hours of other uh, talking heads so why wouldn't they watch 
two hours of mine. <laughs> so, or five hours of mine spread over a week, you know. Uh, it's just crazy saying that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, how do we get it to read again? Not sure how well it's going to go, but let's see. Home. Ah, UK. terrible. Just get down here. Lusive. FBI agents visit scientists building flying saucer at Falcon Space Lab in New Jersey and reveal they are part of X-Files like government UFO investigation. <laughs> Mark Sokol, 35, told DailyMail.com FBI agents showed up at his New Jersey lab last Friday and revealed they had been tasked with investigating UFOs. The scientist, the founder of Falcon Space Lab in Hawthorne, said the feds told them they had received a tip about enriched uranium being used at the site. CCTV shared with DailyMail.com shows the two FBI agents flashing their badges and interviewing the inventor as well as pacing outside with a Geiger counter. Yeah, so who would have ratted on them for having uranium? Must have been on their live show, surely. Um... Uh, where's the picture of the FBI agents? The men in black. <laughs> uh, here we go. Here is it. Uh, FBI agent visits lab. One minute, is it? I don't see anything in that. Oh, there. Men in black. They are in black, too. <laughs> Do you have any uranium on hand? No. I suppose they've got a check it out in case uh, they're building a dirty bomb, you know, like tear stuff again. Counter by Josh Boswell for DailyMail.com Yeah, yeah, yeah. Published 454 Australian Eastern Day Why is it not reading? What's happened there? We got sabotaged. <laughs> uh, let's try that again. 88 shares, 39. View comments. FBI agents visited a New Jersey lab where scientists are trying to build a flying saucer after they received a report of dangerous uranium being used on site. Mark Sokol, founder of the Falcon Space Laboratory in Hawthorne, New Jersey, told DailyMail.com he was shocked when two federal agents showed up at his shop last Friday. Sokol said the more senior of the two agents told him they had been tasked by bureau bosses with looking into unidentified anomalous phenomena, UAP, the government term for UFOs, making him a kind of real-life Fox Mulder from the classic show The X-Files. They didn't find any dangerous uranium, Sokol said, but were intrigued by the experiments going on at Falcon Space. Sokol, 35, and his colleagues are attempting to use nuclear physics to make objects weightless, the first step towards building a functioning flying saucer. 
FBI agents visit space lab over bogus enriched uranium tip-off. Midnight. Slash. 115. Plus 11. What's that reading? Oh, View gallery. <laughs> CCTV shared with DailyMail.com shows two FBI agents grilling yeah, scientist Mark Sokol during a surprise visit to his lab. Intists and inventors are trying to build their own gravity-defying flying saucer in the Falcon Space Laboratory in New Jersey. Plus 11. View gallery. Sokol explained he and his colleagues have been working on experiments to make objects weightless, the first step towards building a functioning flying saucer, using this foil-lined Faraday cage that managed to reduce an object's weight by 17.8%. Trending Kate Garraway may sell 4 million pound home where she nursed husband Derek Draper. Oh, God. 5.8k viewing now. Hey are inspired by verified reports of strange unidentified objects flying in extraordinary ways in our skies, seas and space, which are now being openly investigated by the government. Sokol told DailyMail.com his goal is to figure out the technology behind these objects, which some believe to be extraterrestrial craft. CCTV shared with DailyMail.com shows the two FBI agents flashing their badges and interviewing the inventor as well as pacing outside with a Geiger counter, a device used to detect radiation, which showed no harmful radiation at the lab, he said. They showed up on Friday right around noon, Sokol said. They flashed their badges, said F. Hang on, but can't you put uh, the radioactive stuff in lead containers and... You wouldn't be able to detect it. FBI, and asked if we had any enriched uranium. I laughed <laughs> and told them no. Enriched. One said that we're not in trouble and he wanted to come back at some point and pick my brain about UAPs because he's been tasked by the FBI in investigating UAPs or UFOs. But if the senior agent is a real-life version of David Duchovny's Mulder, his partner didn't quite measure up to Gillian Anderson's Dana Scully. <laughs> Sokol said the more junior of the pair was fresh-faced and probably in his early 20s. They said they got a tip-off that I have enriched uranium. The only uranium we have here is a little piece that I got off Amazon to check our Geiger counter to make sure it's working. Yeah, I want some of that. D-uranium. The only mine. uranium we have here is a little piece that I got off Amazon to check our Geiger counter to make sure it's working. I don't sure think you can working. buy it in New Zealand. I don't think you can get anything like that in New Zealand. It's more locked down than any other country. <laughs> working. A spokeswoman for the FBI field office in Newark, New Jersey, told DailyMail.com, We receive information from the public each day through various reporting mechanisms. Plus 11. View gallery. I can't help thinking Left this guy right, looks... Jetton Palmer. Can't f help thinking this guy looks very much like that other guy that was uh, recently imprisoned for defrauding Bitcoin. Uh, what was his name? With a strange girlfriend with the glasses. Uh, yeah, it kind of looks like him the same sort of crazy hair, isn't it? Excuse me, he's uh, pollen again.
Um, yeah, I'll just carry on. Tom Butler, Mark Sokol, Wayne Ohala, all working on an experiment at their lab in Hawthorne. Plus 11. View gallery. There we go Members again. of the Falcon Space Laboratory plot their experiments to replicate UFO technology such as anti-gravity. Plus 11. View gallery. Falcon Space was founded by Mark Sokol, who turned his battery manufacturing laboratory into a hub for scientists and inventors trying to crack the problem of anti-gravity. Which we read last time. In general, when we get information about a situation involving illegal and dangerous radiological or hazardous materials, our agents investigate it. The spokeswoman did not comment on whether their FBI office had a designated agent for UFO-related cases. Sokol described his lab as a bootstrapped community of scientists, engineers, and inventors hoping to crack anti-gravity, warp drives, and other futuristic technologies. They are funded by donations and a few private investors passionate about the topic. Mm. We're researching UFO propulsion, trying to figure out propellant-less propulsion concepts that have been theorized to work throughout the years, he said. There's lots of papers and patents that have been put out. But we're a lab where we actually put those theories to the test. Some of their experiments test the theory that object's mass comes from the jumbled directions in which the subatomic particles of their atoms spin. If you can get those... That sounds like magnetism though, doesn't it? Um, that we are just reading before about permanent magnet. Tiny parts to spin in the same direction, it will make them weightless, so the theory goes. Uh, make them magnetized. <laughs> Unless we're missing, um, maybe he's meaning something else uh, to impertinent magnet. Goes. We've seen up to 17.8% weight loss in one experiment, Sokol said. He believes once they can get above 90%, they'll be able to make a floating saucer. Lab co-founder Jeremy Riss runs their YouTube channel Alien Scientist where they post videos of their experiments and scientific discussions at their regular online Alternative Propulsion Engineering Conference. Plus 11. View Gallery. Lab co-founder Jeremy Riss said he was skeptical of the FBI visitors, noting that the senior agent had a background in financial crime investigations unrelated to X-Files-type probes. <laughs> Plus 11. View Gallery. The agents appeared to be real-life versions of FBI Special Agents Fox Mulder, played by David Duchovny and Dana Scully, played by Gillian Anderson, from the hit sci-fi series The X-Files. I think this uh, stretching a Riss bit there, though. skeptical <laughs> of the FBI visitors, noting that the senior agent had a background in financial crime investigations unrelated to X-Files-type probes. You're late to the party. They said they were interested in UAP and the kind of stuff he was doing at the lab. It could be a shoe in the door, he said. Maybe they're trying to trick Mark into opening up more because they know it's his passion. Uh, we're wrapping up in a minute on this stuff anyway. Oh uh, yeah, I forgot, I forgot to mention about the meta material that I was talking about before. Uh, probably will have resonance using the terahertz frequencies. That's probably part of um, getting the vibration of the atoms working 
in a way that it produces a shield of a high enough magnitude to stop the radiant energy being absorbed. But that's just my theory. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was going to look at the other bits on that as well. Uh, I don't know if Tesla mentioned terahertz. I don't think he was capable of making terahertz. But anyway, uh, just carry on. Passion. If you lie to federal investigators in any way, even just telling them the time on a broken clock, they can later put charges against you. <laughs> Though the government has not officially confirmed it is using FBI agents to conduct UFO-related investigations on the ground X-Files style, there are several hints that this is the case. In a presentation by Sean Kirkpatrick, director of the Pentagon's All Domain oh, Anomaly no. Resolution Office, ARO, a 2021 law which created the latest incarnation of the Pentagon's UFO Investigation Office ARO also ordered it to rapidly respond to and conduct field investigations of. You know they had to put ARO in this article to get more clickbait, right? Uh, so any more on the lab is more what we're interested in. Yeah, it looks like they just tapped it on. Uh, probably need to read that and see what it says there. Of incidents involving unidentified aerial phenomena under the direction of the head of the office. E is involved in UAP detection, tracking, mitigation, and recovery. The US government has itself tried to build craft resembling classic flying saucers though official records show it achieved little success. In the 1950s, the U.S. Air Force hired a Canadian contractor to help it try to build a supersonic flying saucer. Plus 11. Oh, God. View gallery. So Dailymail.com <laughs> obtained a slides from Kirkpatrick's January 11th presentation which showed the steps ARO was taking to ensure UAP are effectively yeah. and efficiently detected, tracked, analyzed and managed in-aimed yeah. project 1794 were declassified we in 2012 and include schematics that look like they come right out of a science fiction movie according to papers published by the national archives the saucer was designed to fly between mach 3 and mach 4 a ceiling really of over 100,000 feet and a maximum range with allowances of about 1,000 nautical miles so that's not hypersonic. Despite indications of initial success at a relative... Hypersonic speed is a Mach 5 or higher, so... Relatively low cost, the project fizzled out after engineers apparently failed to get the craft flying higher than a few feet. That's the average. <laughs> From 2015 to 2017, the U.S. Navy filed for a series of patents for futuristic inventions, including a triangular-shaped hybrid aerospace underwater craft and a craft using an inertial mass reduction device, or anti-gravity. Uh -huh. The supposed inventor, Dr. Salvatore Pius, That kind of sounds like the TR-3B, doesn't it? <laughs> boasted in the patent of possible extreme speeds by his vehicle and the potential to engineer the fabric of our reality at the most fundamental level. Blah, blah, blah. But other physicists criticized the filings for their lack of specific technical details and allegedly nonsensical pseudoscience terms, 
fueling theories that the patents could just be propaganda to confuse America's adversaries. The Navy told U.S. engineering news cite the drive that they spent three years and $508,000 on the project, but ended it in September 2019 after failing to prove Dr. Pius proposed science. No further research has been conducted, and the project has not transitioned to any other government or civilian organization. And of course, that's the warp drive thing, wasn't it? Um, I think it is, isn't it? Anyway, uh, we down to the bottom. Yeah. Two more FBI types diverted from this investigation of the Biden crime family. <laughs> Come on, feds, this is how the what's that? Roomba vacuum got kickstarted. <laughs> FBI is a joke. Um Yeah, I can see why I got investigated. Um uh, who else got investigated? Bob Lazar. Maybe he was meant to be having also nuclear stuff and it was used to kill someone. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, it's not uncommon, isn't it? So, where's that guy's name? I think, is that the one that does possible extreme speeds by vehicle potential engineer? Uh, let's see. Let's do a search on that one, shall we? Uh, search Bing. Ugh, okay, maybe it'd be better than Google. Uh, what's it done? Pops up a thing. Uh, that's pretty crappy. American Aerospace Engineer. Ah, right. There we go. Uh, I remember that patent. That, that did, did, um, did the rounds uh, a couple of years ago, wasn't it? So that was meant to be the zero mass reduction by charging the skin but yeah I, don't, I haven't actually read the patent but the problem is a patent is a block diagram it's not actually step by step how to build something and uh, get it working it's just to protect a general idea so it's like a block diagram this is our concept of reducing mass okay so it looks like it's creating a field around a v-shape here so that's the guy that did it huh what else we got on it podcast Uh, what is behind the US Navy's UFO fusion imaging patent? So, yeah. That's all that stuff. Um, so, pretty much done on that, don't we? Uh, lastly, tear hits. Close. 
So there wasn't too much left to read in that. So terahertz technology. Okay, let's uh, have a read of the basics then. Maybe I should read it, get the reader. Terahertz frequency range 0 0.1 terahertz to 3 terahertz. There's the last band within the whole electromagnetic wave spectrum, which uh, has not been technologically and commercially developed. For this reason, in literature, the terahertz frequency range is often referred to as the terahertz gap. At the same time, it is well known that this frequency range has incredibly uh, fascinating prospects for many applications. Terahertz radiation exhibits three unique properties uh, which uh, simulate, stimulate development of the whole terahertz industry. The major advantage of terahertz waves or sub-terahertz frequency range uh, 0.1 to 0.3 this, uh, is that many materials which block visible and infrared spectra appear to be transparent in the terahertz region. So that could explain why if you put a metal material and uh, use resonance to generate the mass reduction, it also cloaks it. Makes it invisible. But how much invisible? Uh, do we still see heat signatures? I don't know. So where is it here? <laughs> so we did look at it last time very really quickly. Microwaves, radio waves, microwave. And then it's in between microwaves and infrared. And that's what we see with our eyes. Ultraviolet, x-rays and gamma rays going that way. Uh, with that said, as compared to microwave radiation, the terahertz frequency range enables to achieve a fairly good spatial resolution required for rendering quality imaging. So I suppose it's a bit like a CAT scan and stuff, is it? Uh, T-rays are non-ionizing, so they're not dangerous. So that's probably why you want to use it on a UFO. Able to penetrate clothing. So it kind of makes you wonder if that's part of um, the limitation of UFO then. Polyethylene, polyester and other types of shrouds, covers and enclosures made of various opaque materials. So you could make a uh, visible cloak or, or military clothing, right? And you switch on a switch, and it makes a terahertz resonance and you disappear. Selectively absorbed by water and organic substances, unique properties, T-rays much more attractive and informative than X-rays. And near infrared radiation, newer. 
The second unique property of terahertz emission is it's harmless for biological entities as opposed to x-rays. Uh, no ionizing radiation, uh, non-invasive and absolutely safe for humans, animals and plants. Moreover, many substances reveal their characteristics spectral lines in the far terahertz range which provides uh, unique information about their structure and allows conducting their chemical analysis. During the last few decades there has been a lot of speculation about terahertz technology yet not so many really successful breakthroughs have been made. Uh, TerraSense tries to bridge the terahertz gap by developing a special imaging technology. Uh, terahertz or T-rays, a unique type of electromagnetic radiation whose uh, great potential is yet to be further developed by... So it's going to be medical breakthroughs here by the sounds of it. Human uh, civilization. Many of the existing T-rays devices use single pixel detectors which require ultra-low temperatures of liquid helium. Such T-rays instruments are typically really large, difficult to use, intended for specific narrow applications and probably expensive. So would it really matter if you had a T-ray generator on a UFO if it's inside the craft and it's also being mass-reduced? Probably not, right? <laughs> so uh, many global corporations and research institutions have already invested billions of dollars in creating sources and detectors of T-rays. Many of them. So maybe if you get a T-ray detector maybe you can detect UFOs even if they're invisible probably the government's already worked on on that project right <laughs> that's part of the stuff that we're never going to find out um, back in Tude 1914 I remember we used to have a TV and that used to glow and I was thinking geez that looks like a a death trap or a fire waiting wanting to happen <laughs> Then the transistor came out in 1947, microchip 61. So that took a, so they're saying this, this silicon chip was 47. Um, took a long, there's a long gap in between, right? But they're saying the transistor come from 1947 crash, which is nonsense. Integrated circuits 71. Terahertz quality control. Imaging security. For people screening and luggage. So that would probably be where it's used. Wireless communication. Okay, that's interesting. Building a new generation of high frequency wireless te telecommunication systems up to 100 gigabits per second. This application holds much promise for high-speed information transmission between electric devices building wireless local area networks and wireless personal area networks of the new generation. So in the future, all these wires that we've got around our laptop here may be replaced by a terahertz 
Chase, that sounds like something that Tesla would be working on, right? Use terahertz to transmit power long range. Or at least uh, between the ground and his uh, flying platform that he was talking about. Uh, terahertz imaging and medicine, terahertz and science. The scientific application of terahertz r r radiation includes spectroscopy of long wave lattice vibrations of crystals, bending vibrations, oh god, I've got hip cups now, <laughs> vibrations of molecules, frequencies of soft modes and ferroelectric materials and frequencies matching. So that sounds like metal materials right there, doesn't it? Uh, matching energy of apertures and superconductors. Uh, so that sounds like magnetic fields right there. Uh, two application fills that stand out from the rest can already be boost to have employed terahertz systems. First includes high speed conveyor images systems for postal office screening. The other identical chemical substance based on their characteristic features. Okay, so really it's surveillance at the moment. But it'd be interesting if it rolls it out to wireless technology, right? Uh, so I didn't know all that. Uh, so that's why I do this sort of stuff. Because we learn together. And that's quite interesting, I think. I'll post a link to that one. That's a good breakdown, that one. Probably better than the wiki page. Now, the more we learn, the more we might better understand your face too. In fact, I'm not sure if anyone's actually talked about terror. It's probably alien scientist has probably. But yeah, as uh, well. Now, talking about crystals there, and you know, you heard about quasi crystals on. Uh, stealth planes, uh, if they use a terahertz resonance with crystals, uh, what would it do? Would it also create a vortex in front? Uh, you know what I mean? Because it's got to be affecting the air molecules. Uh, it could create a uh, tornado. A, a like a hole that the UFA flies into, so you don't get a sonic boom. An introduction to biological effects of terahertz. So the other I could have said it was safe. Well, what's this one saying? Um, I think there was, uh, this is pretty recent too. So maybe more studies come out where it's not safe anymore. So let's have a look. Uh, terahertz radiation has been noted to affect. So it's saying here it's affecting biological organisms to a unique degree. So they have found something since the other article. I forgot to look at the other date on the other article. I think it was 21, wasn't it? Uh, unique degree with various effects ranging from modifications brought to protein activity to epigenic changes 
that lead to altered metabolism or reproduction. That sounds pretty uh, scary. So could they use terahertz to sterilize people? <laughs> Is that what they're saying there? These effects uh, classif uh, are classified into thermal and non-thermal, with the former being caused by terahertz capacity to induce localized thermal changes while the latter involves more complex interactions with cells. So they're saying because it's causing a resonance, it's heating up the the cells, which is causing, uh, what is it, protein to break down? See what they're saying there? Uh, and they're talking about micro um, bacteria on on because we're a living organism we need bacteria so maybe it kills bacteria <laughs> uh, maybe it's not as bad as what they're saying here maybe it's a certain region of the terahertz where there's noticed the effects and maybe there's a safe region and an unsafe region so obviously you've got to keep eye on all this sort of stuff um, and see that they it's a bit like when you take drugs right they say it's safe and then later two years later they say oh it causes cancer <laughs> um, so we're pulling it off the shelf so those that took it too bad uh, terahertz radiation T rays is known for inducing various changes into biological uh, micromolecules and structures that sounds like metamaterials right there doesn't it Despite being a form of non-ionizing radiation, genetic changes, metabolic shifts, and general alteration in cells, tissues, and whole organisms functioning and structure have ever have been recorded. So the same they've now noticed stuff. Uh, research is still in its early stages surrounding. The type of radiation effects and such as documented effects are not really well understood. So you hear about the UFOs causing radiation burns. Maybe this is also something else that happens with uh, con uh, contactees, right? Uh, isn't isn't a lot of a lot of them have sightings and walk up close to things later are sick hmm yes so it's quite interesting it sort of breaks right into uh, ufology doesn't it if that's the case so that's maybe why they use um, these little thin gray jump shoots that they wear Maybe it's some sort of terahertz um, shielding, right? Research is still in its early stages. Uh, terahertz is known for including thermal and non-thermal changes. So once they figured out where it's dangerous, they could maybe then find a way to protect people and still use the technology. Or maybe it um, breaks down over distance like uh, microwaves do you know you've got that inverse square law where distance it gets weaker and weaker because it gets absorbed by the air molecules 
An important factor surrounding terahertz effects is the presence of water into the organism exposed. Its absorption coefficient is blah blah blah, which makes it powerful. T rays, because they're saying they're using it for imaging, right? So if it's like microwaves, uh, if it causes a reaction with water, can show up on images, right? Some instance water can act as a shield or as a agent. So that's a bit confusing. So, but like most radiation, water can be used as a radiation shield, but also in this case, it can be used as an agent. It usually stops non-thermal effects, but enhances the latter form of energy transfer. So yeah, it goes on a bit, but a mess here. Interaction with animals, which is probably what they'll be testing on, probably. Those poor mices, mices. Medical implications. Terahertz as a data acquisition tool. Terahertz radiation has seen applications in laboratory environments helping detect blah blah blah. The main method used is uh, spectroscopy, which has various subsets blah blah blah. Uh, very precise, so they're talking about uh, data points like a scanner. Is that a being 300 dpi? It's 1200 dpi. Difference uh, in antimers and going as far as identifying the different hydrogen isotopes. Hmm, that sounds like it's good analysis for studying UFO material. <laughs> uh, there are also numerous claimed applications. So yeah, you can see there's a lot of research being done into it. So yeah, uh, so if it's going to cause problem with cells, uh, I don't think we could use it for wireless technology. Uh, if, like microwaves, it only penetrates on the top surface layer of your skin, which is normally dead cells, so it doesn't really matter, but terahertz would penetrate into the soft uh, tissue, wouldn't it? And cause problems, by the sounds of it. But anyway, uh, I'll post a link to that. But like I said, uh, once they know what the problems are, they can actually still use it as long as they've got safeguards, right? Oh, I'll just say need issues. Uh, I suppose we've got everyone gone to bed now, is it? So I'll probably wrap up. <laughs> How many have we got on? Is it one? Uh, got too technical for most people this time of night so yeah I'm with you on that one I haven't eaten yet myself and it's almost coming up to four o'clock uh, there's another one here on terahertz what was this one uh, 
Tear hits ways enable non-destructive evolution in DE. Uh, so what was this one about? Where did I keep it? There was a, there was a reason why. Alright, it's got all these different headers. Probably something to do with that. Imogen. Detection of explosive by using terahits. So that could be another thing they want to use it for. Terrorists. Detect terrorist bombs. Um... Subwave plasmodic structures. I think that's basically what they're talking about. Um, the proteins and all that, wasn't it? Uh, anyway, <laughs> and it goes on and on. Oh, nano devices and nano systems. So that's another interesting one there. Uh, what would they use it for nanotechnology though? Maybe implants, <laughs> trackers, or uh, things that go into your blood vessel and monitor the system and transmits the data to a smartphone. <laughs> Biosensing. Alright, so I think these are all different books or something, or research papers. Anyway, um, science of, what's it say? Direct. So I'll post that link up there if you want to go through all that. But anyway, um, like you, I'm burnt out. That's probably time to wrap up now. <laughs> and uh, eventually we'll get on to the other bits that I keep pushing off. Always ends up, I, should, I said I was going to do those first. But I'll do that next time. I have to. <laughs> it's been like a couple of months I've pushed it. So I have to do those ones next time. So yeah, thanks for um, supporting me by popping along on the side chat, guys. And uh, I'll say goodnight now and let you get to bed. <laughs> and I'll do the chapters over the next couple of days, hopefully. I'll close down that and that. I don't know if anyone's around still. And uh, put up the end credits. And I hope you enjoyed what we did today. <laughs> it was a bit rushed uh, again because I had so much other stuff to do. And the heat is making it hard to sleep. End credits. Here we go. Take care and on the roads, and I'll see you again next time, hopefully. Do like, share, and sub. It all helps.
if you like what I do, keep me around longer. Google's trying to get rid of me. <laughs> Delete my videos one by one. No doubt they could find a lot of problems in today's show because I was doing a lot of theory there. And we did get it to crash, so I must have fixed that problem with the lane cable. 